You are about to experience the corpse cast. We would advise any listener who may be ill, pregnant, or of weak constitution to reconsider listening to the show for fear of an onset of health issues related to encountering bouts of pure shock or fright. For those who wish to continue, just remember to avoid fainting. Keep repeating, it's only a podcast, only a podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 71 of the Corpse Cast. I'm Mike. 71? Holy shit. Is this going to be... I'm is, Shane. Is, is this going to be our new thing, just to be shocked at how many we've made? No, I, th- I for oh. some reason I was thinking 70, but Oh, yeah, no. was, this is 70. Well, last time you were like, 70? Holy shit! Oh. Yeah. Wow. Dude, let's just put That's it this fantastic. way. Every episode is now a milestone for us, folks. Yeah. This is, bi- this is, a big, this is the big time, okay? We're in the, we're in the septuagenarian area so what are you saying to me right now that i don't Nothing. need to do that every time no or, i'm not or, telling you how to podcast i'm not telling you be yourself if that's don't what you tell me like, how to podcast i'm not i know how to podcast i know you don't i know you do dude i would i would never I got 71 episodes well 70 under my belt well, yeah we'll see how this one goes we'll okay. see how this one goes before we start getting cocky you son all of right, a bitch all right oh dude so how's it going man Living the dream. It's been. We've had a heat wave here. Now we have. It's painful. It's hot. It hurts. But uh, yeah, I I'm hate surviving. I hate leaving my office and then having to walk to the parking garage. Ugh, uh, so it's just, hot as shit, it, it's dude. Just gotta be nightmare hot, for you, man. I, on the other hand, I'm out in a hot <laughs> truck all day long and picking up uh, just stuff. And Are you just keeping stop. yourself hydrated though? Oh yeah, because I'm I, drinking I, like a gallon and a half. You should, dude. A day. I, Shane, and I'm I'm not, I'm being serious here. Uh, uh, Heat exhaustion leads to heat stroke, and heat oh stroke is disastrous. Yes. All right. It is. Uh, dude, what did I just say? Well, uh, you know, I know what you just said, but I'm just <laughs> agreeing with it. Oh, okay. Dude, so uh, it's a 4th of July weekend, man. Yep. The oh. firecrackers and the, the, the fire starters. I actually had there. the best 4th of July that I've had in a long time, because I didn't have to go deal with the juggalos and the crack addicts up in Sugar House, watching the Sugar House Park oh, ones. Yeah. Dude. That is like the nightmare. Everyone go. The fireworks are cool as shit. They're great. If you're right down there in the grass, and how about the parachuters that come down and they land? Did they do that? Well, they, you didn't well I don't know. Year, I didn't go this year. They always do like they drop them out of a plane and they land in the sure. park. You're like, <laughs> and dude, there's always there's always just people are just such assholes. Nobody's considerate. Yeah. Everybody's you know just being loud and obnoxious, and I freaking hate people. Shirts are off. Yeah. Drinks in hand. Everyone's fuck smoking you around and my kids and everybody's you young know, and, you kids. Know, every once in a while you'll smell the dube. There's been a couple times that uh, I was like, what is that smell? And some guy's like, man, that's that's uh, meth. And I'm like, I don't even know oh, what that smells like. Dis- I pack them up. I'm, I'm Chevy Chase. If I smell that, pack yeah. them up. We're leaving. Well, dude, and that's, that's, that's actually why I quit going to... Uh, What's that called? The Twilight Concert Series down here. Oh yeah, I used to go a lot, a lot but that's there. just bullshit, man. It's yeah. it, well, I don't, I don't smell. I mean, I just, just people in general is what I'm saying. Oh, dude. F those just people. walking around and just doing it, you know. You know just, and it's like you don't see these people on a daily basis. It's like where do these people crawl out from? Yeah, you know, it's like and they're and they're they got their shirts off and they're grabbing their dicks and their shorts and shit and they're going. 
you know, and your kids are sitting yeah. there on the lawn. They're like, yeah. I'm going to fuck Betty Lou tonight. Yeah. And just talking yeah. weird and disgusting. It, it's sickening, man. You know, and it's funny because when when I was first married, my wife lived in Sugar House. And so we used to go up the street and whatever. And it, we never had a problem. Well, well, and, and it, I, I didn't notice it till we had kids. It didn't bother me until we sure. had kids. And I wonder if it's because I never cared before because I didn't have kids. Or you didn't what the care deal because you were just thinking... But Tonight, just, after the fireworks, I'm going to get some boom boom. Well, well, I was thinking that every single year since then too. But the the difference is we have we have to put you got kids little kids it. going. Daddy, I think I just sm- smelled meth. <laughs> and this guy grabbed his ding dong and his shorts <laughs> and was saying, "Where's more fucking chicken?" Now you you're t- you ate the chicken breast, bitch. You're talking- you know that's mine. I swear to God, did you hear that kind of shit up there? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, dude, it's awful. And people are are just dicks. And yeah. you know, may I may I do may I do one thing? May may I can can we travel back? Okay. To Angry Mike and Two Thousand. Like two thousand. Even, Angry even Mike though at, even up. though after listening to Devil Driver all week, yeah, I feel like I've been driving faster and more aggressive, sure. and I feel like I've been kind of you know, but more Angry Mike. Back when I used to listen to a little band called Slipknot, yes, <laughs> and their People Equal Shit song, dude. Yeah. I used to love that. Was my thing, right, the man. You know, I'm 25, 26 years old, and I'm like, yeah, that song speaks to me. Right. Yeah, people equal shit. That's right. But, you know. Now, now I'm like, it's still true, but it doesn't bug me so much. Exactly. Because you just don't go to those places. You know where uh, the trouble's going. Oh, yeah. Right. Well, well, but but isn't it sad that it's a public place and, you know, a free fireworks show and, you know, it's supposed to be, you know, nice for the family or whatever, and you got all these freaking juggalos and... The guy that brings the entire giant fucking stereo system yeah. to let half the park hear fucking Bob Marley. Or, yeah. Jam it. It's like, dude, I'm a fan of Bob Marley, but don't you don't need to well, let you know what? half the park if hear you're it. If you're in the mood to listen to Bob Marley, that's great. Listen to Bob Marley, but don't make everybody Everyone around you listen, to, listen to, it. to it. That's why, oh man, I'm, I almost went on an old man rant there, but I'm going to cut it right there. You want to know yeah. why? Why? Because I'm happy, man. We are here, going to record episode 71. And we're yes. talking about a couple of things that uh, were, you know, one was one I knew was awesome, and one I knew ple- pleasantly surprised me. Mm-hmm. Can I just say that? Okay. We're going to be that. talking about um, Devil Driver, The Fury of Our Maker's Hand from 2005. Now, I have to say one thing. We had we had Devil Driver Beast. I, what year was that? 2010 or, mm-hmm. or something like that. And I think it was a request. I think it was a request too, but I'm, I can't be sure. I'm somewhat of a Devil Driver fan. Right. And I figured, you know, I like I like the album Beast. It's okay. They have that Black Soul Choir song, which is just rocks, you know, whatever. But this this one's my jam when it comes this, to Devil this Driver. This is pumping up the jam. Yeah, for this you. is this one's my jam. So I figured, yeah, let's switch it. Who I don't I don't remember who requested it or whatever. It's still Devil Driver. Well, you'll get some hate mail maybe, and they'll tell. Well, you, that you seems bastard. to be that seems to be the trend lately. You will just we'll just well, let's go. not stop that. No, by any means. No, I was worried. I was worried for a long time that I hadn't got any hate mail. By the way, that's why you need to join the Facebook group, folks. Because every time I get hate mail, I post it to the group, and then everybody gets all righteous into dig- See, dignity. now you're just poking the demons. I know. Now you're just poking <laughs> them to go. Hey, I'm <laughs> gonna get a hold of this guy, and he'll post it. And, on it, the group. and, it, and it, since it hurts my feelings so bad, people are like, "F that guy." I'm like, "That's right, f that guy." Man. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, but there you go. Uh, yeah. that, so we're doing that album today, and then we're going to be talking about a movie. You know what's funny is, is uh, we're going to be talking about a sequel to a 1980 movie that starred right. 
Uh, oh my gosh, I, her name just slipped by. I almost said Jennifer Jason. Mary Lou? Oh, no, no, no. I'm, uh, no. Oh my. Jennifer Jason Lee. No, I almost said Jennifer Jason Lee, but I meant uh, the chick that was in Halloween that has a giant clitoris. Jamie Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh my gosh, that's so just that was a brain fart right there. I call but, her Jamie Curtis. Well, well, you know what? That's that's because you don't know her well. She likes to be called Jaime Le Curtis. The only reason, the only time I call her Jamie Lee, yeah, is when I'm about to climax. <laughs> Is she, is she is she like I'm is she coming. spanking her? Here comes the choo choo train. Off I'm her, a coming, uh, Jamie Lee. Clitorati. You know what? It's funny because I think that was it. Lauren that said this to me. We started talking about vagina pumps on the spew last time, and you know it gets all their nether regions all swollen up and stuff like that. And I think somebody mentioned that maybe that's just somebody just caught Jamie Lee after she'd pumped it up. Oh, that's so, fine. Yeah, I'm just saying, you know, get off her back or her clit. But that was for her nice clit year. will never beat China's. Am I right or am well, I wrong? Her, well, here's the problem with China's clit is it's like not only is it like freaking bigger than my thumb, but she's like has it pierced. So it's like Dave, as if it needed more attention. Yeah. As, as if you were, were as if you're gonna walk past that thing and not notice it. Wait till they make a, a piercing ring that has a little crown that sits on top of it. <laughs> and Dude, awful. She will have one of those. That's bad. Uh, anyway, what was the She's time? Oh, yeah, Prom yeah. Night. Prom Night from, I think it was 1980. We're going to be talking about the sequel to that. When, when It's weird. I mean, because we haven't even done the original. The original mm-hmm. classic Prom Night. We're doing Hello, Mary Lou, Prom Night 2 from 1987. Right. Is that right? That is right. 1980s. i, I got to watch what I'm saying now because people are all on the, yeah. on the, on the prowl. They're, you know? They're like, waiting. hey. I just can't wait for Mike to screw up because once he does, I get some shit. And who knows? I don't. I don't know if anybody's called me out yet, but uh, we'll get to the voicemails in a minute. Um, let's talk about some uh, some news that we got going on. All right, it was a big week for Die Monster Die. It was a big week for Die Monster Die. The music is done. The vocal is done. The backup vocal is done. All we have to do now is go in and mix and master this. Beast. Now, what's what's the difference between mixing and mastering? Is mixing just like putting in, like making everything like the right pitch and and the timing right and stuff like that? And is mastering maybe like setting volume levels or something? I don't know. Yeah, exa- that's exactly what it is. Oh, really? Like the I thought, over, the the overall master is like when it when he runs it through the process. Oh, or the spin like, wheel or whatever he does to it oh. that that like makes sure all the levels are good and everything else. Are you, you know, that's what yeah. I just said is really it because I have I have I. Mixing and mastering to me is like, is, I mean, I know you have to do some shit after, but I don't know what's what. Pretty much. See, what you've got here is the raw deal. The yeah, tracks. which I've heard, which sounds actually pretty super. It's, uh, let me let me describe. It sounds like a, a, real, a, a great live album where all the levels are better than usual on a live album. Exactly. And basically, there's punch-ins, punch-outs. There's, oh, I kind of hit a bad note there. Uh-huh. I want to do this on the solo. So he takes all that into consideration, mixes everything in. You know, does this bass drum need more oomph here oh, okay. and all that? Then you get this mixed, beautiful-sounding thing. Uh-huh. And then he masters it, and it's done. We're, we are So is, is mastering maybe... Mixing has to do with each individual track, whereas mastering has to do with the album as a whole? The overall, yeah. Oh, I'm feeling pretty smart right now, actually. And this sucker is damn near done, and I'm pretty damn happy. Well, with and let me tell you something. And Shane, I know you're too humble of a man to say this, 
but there's some double bass drum shit going on there that it's like I think this mother from uh, Devil Driver would be a, would be a little bit jelly. I'm well, I don't know if he'd be jelly, but I was pretty impressed with my. No, it sounds great, man. Sounds good. Sounds awesome. When are we going to hear anything from Out Out? Is Chris Chris I is going to be doing that the next I month or something? All the uh, drum tracks, and he's on vacation right now. And then when he gets back, he's going to, you know, go Brian Wilson on it. And- oh. And Dude. then we'll see what happens with it. I'm excited. It's, it's like, going to be awesome. I, this you're, last you're... week, I was like finishing drum tracks for Out Out and recording an album with DMD. Right I'm now. Like a, I'm like kind of a drum guy right th- now. This week is your creative apex. It's my. Of your life. It's my creative apex. Yeah. I'm going to use that. Hey, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> don't mess with my creative don't, apex I'm, I, I'm in the zone it's my creative I, i'm experiencing creative apex right now mm. i cannot have you mess with me i need to hear some uh bob marley from somebody else's car that's far away mm. right mm. now that'll make mm. me feel better that's probably what that asshole's thinking he's like there's some guy out there that needs this shit right now he needs a creative apex <laughs> and i'm here at the goddamn park to give it to him oh dude okay so i wanted to mention one thing quickly about uh, zombie tv we are slowly but surely still getting that going um i wanted to mention something though okay we're uh we're, we're taking it in we're, we're we're taking it back from the man you know taking we, it back we, we you know we had this company that was putting it out for us whatever we've taken it back and and uh we're, we're kind of going more indie we're gonna have it for those of you who had uh your roku and had your zombie tv where we used to go out and get like mcdonald's commercials and like Cialis commercials and shit like that, right. which we'll still do one of those on the Roku stuff like that. But most of the new, most of the new commercials are all from our own sponsors and filmed. Uh, but well, not well. It was there was one filmed by us, but right. we can't use Sickly. it. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, but no, I mean, but it's all filmed by Dale and the whole, uh, you know, zombie in in Lobos in them. You know how people love the Lobes. Oh, he, who doesn't love the Lobes? You know what his new nickname is? Lisa Lobes. Oh. Hell yeah, that's yeah, what Lisa I'm Loeb's. Lisa Loeb's. Lisa Loeb's. I love Lisa Loeb, so there you go. He's hot, man. He's in all the commercials. You know what he told me once? He what? said, you say, stay. stay. Yeah, so he was like, so I started calling him Lisa Loeb's, by the way. Then Was yeah. that the freak end he said that to you? No, I'm, I'm making that He's up. like, hey. Mike, where are you going? I'm making Stay. that up. Listen, I I am in his uh, I am in his fan club. I paid my twenty bucks or whatever. So one of the one of the things that I'd the, like I'd like Mr. Lobo to call in this show. I, well, he's he doesn't listen to this shit. He's got t- he's he's too busy. He's too well. No, but he's got he's way too big time for our stupid asses, especially with our silly little our silly little uh, uh, film, film shit film going on stuff on going. It's so silly. You know he, you know he used to wish that we had succeeded that, but now it's. Am I just yeah. am I just poking? Am, am I, I just I'm hope, such an asshole. Uh, I just hope it fails. Yeah, I, I yeah. But anyway, um, okay. So I'm going to mention a couple things. So you, right now we're waiting. We got to get the name back on Roku, but there's a pri- right now we're we're going to get it all sorted out, but it's not quite sorted out yet. Right. Um. I but I want to mention a couple of things. Um. The Corpse Collective video show, episode 16, where we talked about Typo Negative's Dead Again in Dream Home, right. is up and out. Oh, it's yeah, that finally was, out. That, that was, was that was kind of poignant, too. Why? Well, with oh, uh, oh, you Dead mean, Again and Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. Peterson. You mean emotional. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. It was, it, well, it was very emotional oh, and sure. poignant and, and very, very sad, yet fun well, it, for it, everyone to it's enjoy. It's a Corpse Collective video podcast. Of course, it's fun, you ass. Yeah. You didn't need to say, I'm sorry to call you ass. 
I'm feeling I'm feeling a little hyped up though because what of am I metal. a beefcake over here or something? <laughs> I don't I don't know what you're talking about. Uh yeah okay so but that's her. so what you have to do is you go have to you have to go to your Roku you know uh, pr- add a private channel the code is Zombie TV one word Z O M B E E T V um and right now there's a Facebook friends only thing going on um so go like them on Facebook if you haven't already there is a movie that you can watch okay. You have to have a code, and, and I'm not going to give you the code over here because it's for Facebook friends only. It's on Zombie TV's Facebook group. Go like those guys, right. and you'll see. Uh, I'll leave you guessing, but I just will give you one hint. Right. Let's just say that Christina Lindbergh will make you want to be a better man. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's not too shabby. She's hot as shit. That, that, damn right about that, son. Uh, okay, so that's all we got. Uh, yeah, you know, there we go. I'm stoked to be back. I'm, I've had a relaxing couple of days, man. I am ready to partay. You're ready to rock. I feel like I'm ready to rock. That, right. is, that is the truth. Um, okay, but before we rock, okay, uh, what we're going to do is uh, you know, do some voicemails. Of course, we do that every single episode. We ask a question to the folks. Want to get want to get uh, listener opinion, feedback, stuff like that. Basically, every episode we ask a question. We ask you to call it in. You answer the question. Here we go. Okay. And I've got something a little bit special for oh, this God. one as well. Because I totally forgot what it was. So what is it? So tell me what Are it you was. serious? I, I totally forgot. All the pre- oh, well, you've been working hard, though. I've been working you, I've hard. I've been kicking back, and I have been chilling out. Oh, dude. We've, I've been at the pool, been cooling off, been in the nice, you know, watching a lot of movies. Having a Coca-Cola in the pool. Diet, pe- Diet Dr. Pepper. Diet Dr. Oh, Pepper. Oh, my gosh. It doesn't get much better than that. Summertime in the living ZZ. That's right. Summer, summer, summertime. Did you just drop some uh, Will Smith? Oh, dude, come on, <laughs> sing it. No, because you know what's going to happen. You know all Will Smith songs. No, Don't no, no. Lie. no, no, no. I'll tell you why I know all Don't Will Smith lie. songs. Because every time I start singing a Will Smith song, after about two lines, Get- I, I kick into the Fresh Prince rap, yeah, and then yeah. it's over, and it just goes to bad places. But here's a question for this episode. Um, we did this, uh, you know, we, we did a similar uh, question a little while back, but, uh, you know, for sco- for horror scores. This one is different. This is the favorite song used in a horror movie. Not necessarily the oh, score. In yeah. fact, just kind of a song. You know, one on the soundtrack that just brings it home for you. You know, one of those. I've got an annoying one. Oh, well, you know, bring it on because you know what? But save it because we got a lot of people who called in and why don't we get to them? Um, but... But oh, this the first. Hey, I think I accidentally listened to the first. Everyone's got a butt. Let's Sorry. talk about your big butt. Oh, I like big butts, and I cannot lie. You know what's fun? No, that's a story for another day. My whole experience with that song. Um, but oh God, I can't wait to get that. <laughs> I'm sure seventy two. I'm bringing it up. Seventy two. Okay, bring it up. Uh, the first person to call in and accidentally listen to this one, and now I remember what it is. It was creep because I listened to it because he's my boyfriend. Yeah, and I, I I feel like I should be ashamed. So why don't we just go ahead and play it right now? All right. Hey guys, this is Creep. Um, I, Creep. I just started the show. Yeah. And, um, you're talking about how if uh, Mike fucks up as the call yeah, out on it, I heard this. <laughs> um, so I'm calling about around minute fourteen and thirty seconds, or fourteen forty-five, something around there. Mike said he always knows when he fucks up, and he says to himself, ah, oh, shit, damn it, I shouldn't have said that. 
Um, but that's not true because there's been many times I've listened to the show and you don't know when you fuck up. And <laughs> people call and say something or write something about it or Shane calls you out on it and you argue and you fight it and like, you say no. Like So um, you are not true. I can think of one right now. And that is a fuck up and you need to send me a chip now. So I hope you guys have a great show. Take care. Bye-bye. Did you remember when I said... Uh, He's going to get an extra special love package. Oops, I, I was going to mute... I accidentally muted the wrong line. What are you going to mute? I accidentally muted you. Sorry. <laughs> well, I know. You well, threw when, me out of the loop here during, for a minute. During our banner, I usually mute the... Like right there, I muted like the the, okay. the computer. I usually mute it for sound quality. Right. Okay? So, but you know what? I can think of one thing that I, I screwed up with. Your boyfriend, Kane Roberts. I can think of that yep, right now. Yep, that's the yeah. one I thought of too. So, do, do you think? Do you think uh, Creep gets something? He gets. He gets a package. Okay. And, oh, and by the way, I also. I also. I'm going to give you the goodies. You you, you have give to. him something good inside the envelope too. Okay. I, <laughs> I'll, you load it. Full let's just see. It. It'll be sticky. <laughs> Should Ooh. you fall out in love? Oh, and by the way, I forgot to mention this one thing. Um, I did a Facebook uh, group uh, contest. Yeah. I put up a, a video, Peter Gabriel shocked the monkey. Oh, yeah, that's a great video. That's a great, oh, dude, I put that up, and I'm like, hey, if you guys, whoever can tell me how this relates to the upcoming episode, um, I'll send you some shit. So, we had a young gentleman, and I forget his name right now, but I'm going to send him some shit, mm-hmm. uh, who basically said, and he was right, he said, uh, Devil Driver, which is what we're doing the next episode. Right. Uh, Raped Peter Gabriel. <laughs> close. Oh. Uh, one of the guys from Devil Driver was in Cold Chamber, and Cold Chamber did a cover of Shock the Monkey featuring Ozzy. So there you go. Ugh, that was that was God, good. It was good. Horrible. No, it was really super Ozzie? good. Ozzy, yeah. Shock the Monkey. That's, oh my God. That, that's, that, be it, that's exactly how it sounded, minus about ten percent Down syndrome sound <sighs> there. Uh, you asked. You don't think Ozzy sounds Down, down syndrome now? <laughs> Dude, this was. You got to realize this was like in two thousand three. This was like ten years Still. ago. Still. I mean, no, okay, well, maybe. I'm not going to argue with you right now okay. because somebody's going to be like, remember that time? Send the hate mail to Shane. Yeah. You remember, that, that, remember that time that you said Ozzy doesn't sound like he has Down syndrome? Well, he does. Send me some shit. So, <laughs> so there you go. No, okay. Uh, creep, go ahead and email me at Mike at CorpseCollective.com. Don't make me say what was on my mind right now. I'll say it. Don't. Don't say it. Uh, okay, see, <laughs> that's just, what I'm saying. He used American Sign Language right yeah. there to. Uh, to very, no, I'm very fluent. In that yeah, he, he is right now. He, he gave me the double flip off. Uh, but okay, so creep, send me. You have to email me. I know this is annoying. Okay, I'll I'll send you off with something. Very you, you've got to send me off with stuff. Email me at mike at corpsecollective your address because that's kind of my to do list. Yeah. You know, I mean, I may know your, I may or may not know your address. Like a GP's like, you know, my freaking address. I sent him out something this last week. I'm like, yeah, I know your address, but send it to me in an email. So it's that it's right there. It's a reminder. I'll get home yeah. tomorrow and I'll be like, okay, or not tomorrow, but you know, next week or sometime. I'll be like, oh yeah, I've got, I've got to send that guy some shit. Right. So there you go. Send it to me, creep. Uh, even though we're doing the spew too. The spew, the spew too. too on Sunday. Search for Curly's gold. Thank you for not saying the other thing. Don't. Don't even say it. Don't. No, I won't. All right. Um. So, Creep, there you go, my man. Uh, guess who called in next? Oh, another SPEW member, Johnny Krug. Oh, the Krugers. Hey, Kruger Mike Nations. and Shane, Johnny Krug here. Kruger Just calling to give you some shit. He's not even calling. I have not done that in quite a while. Yeah, and you don't. First order of business, Mr. Diablo. Oh. 
I'm going to have to fully disagree with you oh, on dumb. Use Your Illusion 1 and 2. Me too. Not Me because too. I think that platter. they're better than Appetite for Destruction, but because There's I great think... great tunes on that. I don't know. In my opinion, I think they're at least an equal. I mean, there are songs on oh, Use Your Illusion, like Right Next Door to Hell and Coma, and just... There are yes, songs, man, that are pretty fucking wicked, so dude. Like, uh, uh, Beating knew. a Dead Horse, man. And oh, yeah, that's a good tune. Alice Cooper singing on there and shit, man. It's just... It's a good album. Well, I, uh, Alice Cooper also did I don't did think it deserves all the shit it gets. I mean, hey, to each their own, but... Dude, I love Appetite but Shane's wrong. but... No, I'm I not. I'm right. And I'll explain why. Oh, In fact, shit. I like those better than Lies. As far as There's some only of the questions one good song of the episodes lies. go that I've missed out on, I, I missed out on the one about who you've met that uh, was kind of a dickhead. Um, really, the only horror person I met that was kind of an asshole was Rodney Eastman from Elm Street 3 and 4, but um, really? someone that I, I've talked about quite a bit that I met, and it was a dream. It was someone that I, I, I wanted to meet my whole life, Spit on your and when I met them when I was 17 years old, they were... One of the rudest human beings to me was Mike Patton oh, from yeah. Faith No More. Yeah, he's I, uh, told me about I actually this. met him at one of the last, one of the very last Mr. Bungle shows. Wow. And, you know, in retrospect now, I don't hold it against him as bad as I used to just because um, of all the stories I've heard of all of the band's inner turmoil and stuff, like them fighting all the time in the end. You know, maybe he was a dick to me just because the band was fighting. And Shane maybe, doesn't you know, know shit about Trace that. Trace Bro and I will say, the guys were just getting we on deposit? to each other and shit, but I will he was say, not dude, a nice guy. I had to pause it because Shane gave me the pause at I, I I will say that I ha- yet, no, I have not met Mike Patton, but yeah. I, I get this vibe yeah. He is probably a cocksucker. Well, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why, dude. He hates of... Utah, for sure. Well, There's no doubt about it. Well, plus... But he just seems like I'm a co- Like, thanks, man. I don't need to have you dude, sometimes, tell me sometimes, that I'm fucking rocking. You know good. what I think what it is? I think that sometimes there are certain people who are just, just cannot relate to... With the general public. People who are so talented or smart or whatever. I feel like I'm one of those people. That I cannot... Oh, 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 oh my just, God, uh, this guy Sorry, sorry, sorry. But I don't know. I've never met him. I've only seen him live and I didn't even yeah. know he hated you. I, I, I kissed my that. ass, my I can get that vibe. I can't, don't kiss my ass. I'm sorry. The Easy Like Sunday Morning cover, you complete me. I mean... He treated me like a dog turd, and yeah, I, I didn't appreciate I it because, that. as far as musicians and stuff go, he was up there with like Danny Elfman and Mark Mothersbaugh and shit. And now uh, Danny Elfman, would he dropped down a few pegs after shake that your me. hand and go thank I also, you. My friend. I seem to remember Maybe. on the House on Sorority Row episode, Mike made some kind of oh no statement two, that I'm going to call him out on. Oh it's shit! Not for a prize or anything. I just want to call him out. On. Oh good. He, he said something about Hillary Duff being attractive at some yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. Thank and, you. Uh, I don't remember this. <laughs> oh, thank you, Johnny. Bullshit. I just must have missed that week or those few days when she was. Oh. Every Can time I've seen it, her, comedy she's boy. for some reason either been really young looking or just. I don't know. Especially just not after the nose job. She, uh, was doing like, all those mainstream movies and stuff. Well, maybe stuff, it's because all those dirty messages she was sending me. Man, I was happy about it. It's illusion. Like, uh, I just <laughs> can never get on board with the uh, Hillary Duff train. But, uh, hey, man, you're Hillary all Duff about train. Duff's muff, so. <laughs> can't <laughs> say Hillary much Duff's about muff. That. I will say baby. this. Out of all those Disney stars and stuff, the ones hey, that she's thinking Hillary Duff. the rails and shit and got plastic surgery and started smoking fucking crank behind 7-Elevens and shit like that. She's probably the only one that hasn't gone off on that path so she probably that's looks better the than only 
pipe she smoked is my dick. Right now. I'm as sorry. As far as the question of this episode goes, I'm sorry, I take it back. Songs that are used in movies. I mean, some some of them are so effective. Uh, Rob Zombie, man, the way he oh, no. uses music in his movies, especially Terry oh, yeah. Reed, the three Terry <gasps> Reed songs that he uses in Devil's Rejects. Shane, Ooh. Shane, I want what? you to remember what he's saying right now because we may have a little special thing coming up. Okay, and it may be a, just about this. Okay, Terry Reed. I, you know what's so funny is Terry he, Reed. What? I'm not going to tell you, but Johnny, I think Johnny and I, we're, we have like this wavelength, man. It's like, we already did like some Rob Zombie remix thing to me. You gave me a trivia once. No, guess what? I, yeah, but we did the trivia for that, for the Rob Zombie. We did the trivia for the score and I have another one for today. Okay. Well, but let's let Johnny go. But I'm just saying it would, it would, it would be wise for you to listen to this. Now, those three songs are from one of my all-time favorite albums called Seed of Memory, and it's like, I think, nine tracks the whole album, but start to finish, it's a fucking, like, I don't even know what that is, Seed of Memory. And uh, Rob Zombie uses Seed of Memory to be treated right in Brave Awakening in that movie, and every scene that those songs are in... They work so well. Like it makes me shed a tear. Before, but after hearing them used in that movie, it's like they, they're more effective now. Like even when I hear them now, it's like they pack more of an emotional punch and stuff. And they're already emotional songs, so I think that's really kick ass. I won't ramble on too much longer. Oh, I have a couple more picks though. Um, one of you them, another one that for some reason has stuck with me since I was a small child, and Brick uh, to this day uh, I could just groove out to the song. And it just makes me so fucking happy. Like, I smile ear to ear like the fucking Cheshire Cat. Prince. Touch Me All Night Long by Wish. Oh, in uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Part Part 2. The scene where Jesse's (laughs) cleaning up his room and he's, you know, ass bumping the drawer. And (laughs) his girlfriend and his mom walk in. He does the popper like he's humping the air and shit. That song, I don't know what it is, man, but that's just a fun song. It's a fun scene. It reminds me of, uh, I don't know, just a a fun time and stuff. That's 80s. That just screams 80s to me. Two more songs. They're actually from the same soundtrack. Night of the Demons, man, the original dude. Uh, the whole soundtrack was done by Dennis Michael Tenney, and he did a lot of the, you know, oh, score, but he brother? also did some of the actual songs that were in the movie. But one of the ones I really love that, like, just reminds me of a great time is the song Computer Date. It's like the upbeat song when the party starts, like, when it first kicks off, and Lene Quigley's, remember. like, waving her ass in that guy's oh. face at the party, and everybody's dancing and shit, and the strobe light's yeah. going off, yeah. and that song just kicks ass, <laughs> just a real fun song. And also, another song from the soundtrack, but one that's not actually by by that guy is uh the Baja song Stigmata Martyr. That song mm. I just love it, dude. It's it, it it jives so well with that scene. And now that I've you know known that movie my whole life, anytime I hear that song, that part where there's like all the lyrics being back masked and stuff like that, dude, it's just it's still kind of creepy and stuff to me. I don't know. It's uh just really effective, really cool. But that's pretty much all I got for this call. Guys. God, that was, uh, that was I haven't called in a long We love time you, Johnny, and, so much. Uh, so uh, I want to give you guys some shit. Johnny, I love answer you. a couple of the other questions and stuff that I hadn't gotten a chance to. So anyway, you guys, oh, as always, you fucking kick ass. Oh, Best podcast on the web. What? Keep up the great work. Listen to some Use Your Illusion 1 and 2. Bullshit. And uh, remember, titties. Hot <laughs> dish. That that All is right, priceless. Now, I, I, no, no, can, can I say one thing before you go off? You there? always like to say one. thing. I want to say one thing because you you're about to shit on Use Your Illusion Part One and Two, and I know, yeah, because I, I could tell you've just been like, okay, let's get Johnny done. I got to shit on Use Your Illusion Part no, One and Two. I don't no, want to okay, shit listen, on listen, Johnny yes. at all, sir. No, 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 not on him. On Use Your Illusion One and Two, you've been like holding that freaking bag of bones for, for a long time. Hold on one second. So on the Roku box, there is a channel that I found called the Mullet 
channel. Right. And basically all it does is it... Uh, plays all the shitty videos. No, no, well, no, it plays uh, live concert videos. And, like, me and my daughter watched uh, Van Halen's... Uh, you know that one where they did the jump video where he's doing all those, like... Do, 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 where he's yeah. doing, you know, where freaking... And, and, and great quote from my daughter. He must do gym... Like, David Lee Roth must do gymnastics. Because well, he is yeah, stretchy. He Hell yeah, he does. Oh, and uh, unfortunately, I, I got in tr- a little bit of trouble because that was the one where he wore those assless chaps. Yeah. And, uh, but we also played a, uh, the sh- uh, Guns N' Roses, uh, I think it was in Mexico, but that doesn't count. You can't. Now I'm so like scared of getting something wrong that I just have to preface everything. You can't get a prize for this because I'm not sure. Right. But I think it was it's somewhere in South America. He, they did this concert. It's the one where they had like the blue microphone with the white fuzzy thing on top. The one where like... Uh, uh, what was that? What was that? Uh, Paul McCartney, live and let die. They did the cover. You know, all those videos came from that where he's wearing the, you know, the Jesus shirt, T-shirt. And right. All that stuff. So where so the that, hell are you going with this? I'm just saying, talking and talking. Okay. Where, what I'm are you sorry. Going? Right now, freaking bloody turd is pissed off because I won't shut up. But what I'm saying is, I listened to that. They did some Use Your Illusion one and two on that. Well, of course they did Appetite for Destruction, whatever too. But watching that on the Roku box. Dude, it brought, I mean, it was a shitty, it was kind of shitty quality too, especially now on amazing TVs. But, dude, that just brought me back. Whatever you say right now is negated before you even say it. Oh, so you're just throwing down that you're like doing an ultimate breakdance yeah. move on me. Yeah. And then going, there's no matter what you there's do, there's nothing you I'm can do. I'm going to go home right and eat nachos. Yes. Uh,. By in a way of yes, speaking, that's yes, what you're yes, okay. Thank you. Here is why that I do not like those albums because these guys were ratty, tatted, sure, creepy bastards from LA and they were <laughs> rocking the scene right. and they had this great record come out, Appetite for Destruction. And Lies came right after that and he said some naughty things and some nasty well, things. Well, he said some racist but then, things and but stuff. But then, sure, racist and and just wrong. But that was the ratty, tatty, rotten. Hey, we made we sold 10, oh, oh, wait, 12 wait, million wait. records. Is this an out al- is now, this one of those stories where here, the first time you saw Metallica they were like if you don't know the words, F you. Yeah. And then they came to the Black Album, and you're like, if they don't know the words, help them out. Help them is out. this the same kind of story? Here's the same thing, oh, is man. they saw the big lights. I think Axel went, you know what, man? I don't like that. Because they had the big deal. They had the oh, yeah. big thing going on. Oh, yeah. They had the Matt serious Sorum was on the drugs. It's like, or it's, drums. Let's get drugs. some rain coming down on the piano and shit. That, was, that shit is terrible. It's Do you terrible. realize I just it's went to terrible. pause it because I wanted somebody to stop talking? It is I wanted, terrible. I wanted to say, yeah, because you like to talk. November rain? Are you shitty on November shit rain? shit about November rain? Dude, that... Nothing lasts forever okay. in the cold November rain. Who but gives a I'll shit? I'll tell you who gives a shit. This guy gives you because when Slash goes up on top of that coffin. Piano. Uh, he's on the coffin with the rain coming down. That's that bought and sold. That sold you. Dude, that bought and sold you. You got, you got, you got, you got Appetite for Destruction. Here's a rock record, baby. Then you got Lies. It was an EP. Can people not grow? And then all of a sudden it was like, here's this opus 
And you're like, I oh love my that. God, that's that like one horrible. of my top ten Just give me break, my rock guitar breakdowns of all time. I don't want a goddamn hear no that, Opus double album. That slash, you. that slash when when he's on like there doing Kiss. Oh man, do it like Kiss, man. Double album, Kiss Alive two. <sighs> Some ten, twelve albums later. Don't goddamn when give I'm me I'm no number somebody. three. When I need oh, someone. God. Everybody needs somebody. You're not the only one. They were trying to going. package you a rock and roll band that was dirty from the streets and go, hey. Either way, I shoplifted both those they, albums, so it was yeah, worth exactly. it. So. Yeah, so you didn't even support them. You're over here. You're a su- full supporter. <laughs> no, it's because I was poor. I was like 15. No. I was 15 years old. You're a full supporter of Guns N' Roses. Yes. But here you are saying, I say, F you, I stole those albums. Oh, no, no, no. And no, a no, pregnant no. lady chased me down the road she, to see no, if no, no, I no, that's not true was going to pull them that's out. That's not true. I masturbate. I think, because I think I stole those from ZCMI's little but thing. But the pregnant lady was right there that, behind you. No, going, that was a different store. Shit. That was a different store. That was when I was. It doesn't matter what store it is. You stole those. You it was from the same mall, Sam's but different ma- store. Sam went and bought no, Appetite for Destruction. No, because you listen to Sam it. Sam was worse you than me, to, you asshole. Dude, you were watching the dirty movies at his house <laughs> and then jumping yeah. behind the couch when the parents No, came it, was, it wasn't a couch, you dick. It was the whole wet bar. So, uh, oh, yeah. the wet bar. Yeah. Oh, for God's sakes. But my point is is that you try, what you took is ratty natty and rock yeah. and roll, and you tried to turn it into something bigger. Dude, don't give me a double album. Oh, dude. Don't give me a double album as your technical... Second release, you know that lies was an EP. Dude, was the spaghetti incident? Was that all a bunch of remakes? By the way, that was Duff McKagan's was side it? band. No, the spaghetti incident was. It was uh, Duff McKagan. No, you, you bet. No, hold on, hold on. Are you? Are you? No, are maybe. You, are you reneging this? You no, 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 no. No, you're wrong. Okay. You're wrong. The spaghetti incident was a Guns N' Roses album that. That, that you had to, are wrong. No, sir. you're okay. Well, somebody's, somebody's going to get a prize Duff from McKagan. you. No, uh, spaghetti incident. The spaghetti incident okay. is an album okay. where they did a bunch of covers, and one of them was "Ain't It Fun When You're Gonna Die Young." It's so fun. That whole song. That right. was a sp- okay. Well, you know, you know for sure. Somebody I don't call know, us in. By the way, wrong. by the way. Just so you know, hey, I'm the I'm the doo-doo. I'm the prize master usually. If Shane's wrong on this one, he's gonna pack some shit. I will pack it, and up. he's gonna hoof it to the post office. I will himself. Gla- if I'm wrong, Duff McKagan spaghetti incident. If I'm completely it's wrong, it's not that. Okay, you're wrong. Okay, well if I'm wrong, the spaghetti I will incident is a Guns N' Roses album. Okay, next, well, next. Okay, well we got Anthony, <laughs> Anthony, Anthony. My boy. Hey, uh, Mike and Shane, Anthony here. What's up? Uh, calling uh, that last week's episode. Um, Dear Diary, he is alive and calling in again. Kind of juvenile to me, man. Like, I was into that when I was younger, and they definitely have some of the coolest stuff. No, the dwarves. He's talking about the dwarves. covers out there, but um, I, I, I guess I just kind of grew out of it. But What are you saying? We're all in. really dig them. Um, <laughs> we didn't really dig them. I no. thought it was, you know, so-so. You know, twist at the end or whatever, but even though they did kind of leave it to be ambiguous. Um, and Rebecca Hall is kind of, she's kind of odd, man, because it's like there's sometimes and you'll see her and she just looks incredibly hot. 
And then there oh, are yeah. other times where it's just like, you know. All right, whatever. Is, you know, she's, by all means, she's cute. Just but, so you know, he wasn't whatevering you, Anthony. <laughs> he was whatevering me. Yeah, because he just showed me I it showed was him. Guns N' Roses. <laughs> which makes them even worse, dude. Use your illusion one and two, and then spaghetti westerns. No, it's not. After. It's the spaghetti oh, incident, dude. That's horrible. By the way, the fir- we're still doing a prize here. The first person to call Shane out still gets sure. the prize. Sure, you okay. get it. But I'm just saying, really? <laughs> Appetite for Destruction, you a rock and roll record that hey, changed the world. By the way, world. have you even... Have you Use even, your illusions and then spaghetti have, incident. Have you even listened oh, to the Chinese horrible. democracy? I haven't even checked no, it out at all. I, no, no. I, I wouldn't. Well, even you waste you my were done in the early '90s with the yeah. You know, After well, Appetite Lies, heard Don't You Cry Tonight, or all that fucking cold how was that? How, how was that? Oh, never mind. We're gonna let it it's like die. Oh and then spaghetti like incident. Really, <laughs> you know, she'll be in like a certain outfit. That shows you she'll nothing. I got nothing ridiculous. left. Ridiculous. And then other times it's like you know whatever. Um. <laughs> question of the episode um, about music uh, like one that stands out in particular and I know you guys talked about this before is uh, I Remember You from uh, House of a Thousand Horses oh by Slim Whitman that, you know, fit that scene just I perfectly. love that one and uh, Rob Zombie does a great job with that anyway like with uh, Freebird yeah. oh, I, lo- I love Freebird too and, uh, especially in the Devil's Rejects at the very end Oh, of, um, remember that too. Remember that one too. That might um, help you out. And then another one that I think really, really just fit the moment extremely well, like to a T, was um, the end song of The Shining, which is, I believe, is called Midnight, the Stars, and You. And um, I don't remember that. You know, one. Like, yeah, I don't know. Slowly. Is that when you're looking you know, at Jack in that picture? In that, you know, picture and it's, oh. it's Jack there. You know, from oh yeah, that's good. New Year's I don't remember the song. I don't remember the song. I'll have to check know, it out. We're doing the Shining soon, or whenever it was. But uh, yeah, man, that's uh, that's it. Uh, keep up the good work, gentlemen, as always. Thank you, sir. Well. I'm feeling pretty happy about myself right now because I just wasted Shane on the whole spaghetti incident. Yeah, he's right. Spaghetti yeah. incident. But but all you that is what people use your illusion one use your illusion two and spaghetti incident where we're gonna do covers. <laughs> I think I don't know. I'm not sure if every song was covers because really the only good ho- the only good song you tuned out. No, remember remember that song and you from from Rolling Stone magazine. If you get in the ring, motherfucker, all that stuff. You remember that song? Uh, yeah. No, I don't remember that. I remember he wanted to fight someone. Okay, okay. I'm get something. in the ring. Let me see here. Let me. I'm uh, sorry. First, I want to make an apology. They, they did. They. By the way, they Anthony, did. we done rape I your know. your I'm sorry. your voicemail. Call in, I'm please. Sorry. I'm sorry about that. They but did. This guy's all about his Guns and Roses. They did a Horrible cover shit. of Hair of the Dog from Nazareth on that one. Now you're messing of with us. Of course. Yeah, and Thin well, Lizzy and all that shit, dude. That's that's his fucking, that's his deal. Let's see. So let's see. They did, That is see. fucking actual shit, dude. Right yeah, there. Yeah, n- like they did Raw Power from Iggy Pop and all that stuff. Yeah, this was all covers. This was a bullshit album. But they did one was like. Right out of the gate. Or sorry, that was the Stooges. They did, they re, they redid New York Dolls, The Damned. Oh, the New York Dolls kick Skyliners, ass. Nazareth, Misfits. They did. Attitude, some other fucking attitude. Yeah. 
fear yeah. Char- oh, well, Charles Manson, of course, because he's because Axl Rose, he's edgy, and they do stuff like that. But the only really song that I liked off that was... Um, uh, <clears throat> so you turned your back right after Use Your Illusion 2. You went... Well, no, I got, I got this song one. I'm like, this I is really bullshit. Liked, you're like, that's Fox. There, there was a band called Rocket from the Tomb, Dead Boys, Tombs. Oh, yeah. Dead Boys. Oh, I Ain't thought you were talking fun? about Rocket from the Crypt. I like them. Oh, I, I, on a rope? I like, yeah. Yeah, that's a good band. I like that band. But uh, no, this one is, ain't it fun when you know that you're going to die young? That was the only good song on the whole album, but I kind of like the hair of the dog, even though Nazareth kicked their mother effing ass on that, because nobody does that so better than Nazareth. they didn't do a Thin Lucy song on there. They didn't. Uh, no, but, no, I didn't. Not that I saw, but but let me check. back in town, baby. That's my jam. <laughs> Skyliners, The Damned, UK Subs, New York Dolls, The Stooges, Rocket from the Tombs, Dead Boys, T-Rex. Yeah. T-Rex. Yeah, oh, yeah. And Soundgarden, Buick, McCain, and Big Dumb Sex, and then Hair of the Dog from Nazareth, Misfits, The Professionals, Johnny Thunder, Fear, and Charles Manson. That was all those. But I'm just saying. But still, call in and say, folks, I know this is cheap, and I'm gonna get, but I'm going to get some free shit. Shane, yes, and I've got plenty of it. But because I'll tell you what, because it's the first person to just call Shane out and say, Shane, and by the way, it wouldn't hurt if you went ahead and said, you know what, you're full of shit on the Use Your Illusion Part 1 and 2 with Shane. That would make me feel good. Sure, but you've got a band that does a kick-ass rock record, yeah. then does an EP, then does a double fucking holy bully bully look at us in our big fucking boy pants, and then they do a covers <laughs> album. Sure. Losers! Uh, well, you know what? It... How does it feel to be so epically wrong? Darian called in. Oh, the D-Man. Yay. Padded Yay. Room Podcast. Padded Room Podcast. <laughs> uh, I am drawing a complete fucking blank on your death scene. I'm yes. just going to throw it out there. I think it might possibly be Night of the Creeps. No. No. Sorry, man. No. Yeah, I'm going Night of the Creeps. Wrong. That's, that's the best I can do for you. Uh, for your question of the episode, songs and horror movies that kick ass, dude. Bauhaus, Stigmata Murder. Oh, Night of the that's two. That's the number two for that sequence where Angela just got possessed and the strobe light. And the yeah, that's the first time I thought I'd like to see Angela that's naked. Song, right? You can't do any better than that. Uh, uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, listen to the first thirty seconds of any one of my podcasts. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There you out. go. Otherwise, I'll talk to you next week, fellas. Dude, Darian, man, the D-man. It's the D. I love it's, the D. It's, it's my big D. I he smile. He didn't call in for a long time because I thought he hated me because of all the Juggalo jokes. Yeah. Well, they're still horrible, for sure. But I love the D. D the Padded D- room, awesome. Juggalos, sure, absolutely. Terrible. <laughs> the D-man needs to come back up to Salt Lake City. I miss that mofo. Yeah, he's a guy. Dude. I like him. Darian, I right? I smile. I'm like, Just so you know, Darian, there's going to be some shit going on on Halloween this year. DMD yeah. show. Yeah. You need to come out for that. You need to bring multiple mics and Dale Trenzy. Yeah. Especially Dale. Bring Dale. Yeah, Dale well, I know I know Nicole ditched you mothers likes to and party. stuff, so it's like but by the Dale way, likes to party. I, me and Dale, we have like a like a connection, man. I'd like to just hang out with them when they're fresh. We're like, man, cracking the first ones. You know, I, they were like guzzling booze in the. Well, yeah, I never, I never, I never saw. They, Darian but, was the only one that. By was the really time like we saw them, they were three sheets up. to the wind. Yeah, yeah, we'll, and we'll do we'll another be, podcast. Well, Dale and Darian, they were ready to rock. And by the way, just so you know, you guys come up for Halloween. We will do another double, double podcast podcast. Hey, let's do it. Th- Why not? We might be at like uh, one o two. 
Oh my hell. Oh, and then you'll be like, oh, you know how we'll know we're at 102? You'll be like, hey, we're 102. How about that? No, I won't do that. <laughs> I'm not going to do that anymore. All right, son. Uh, Lauren called in. Oh, my Lauren. Hey, guys. It's Lauren. Um, I was just uh, calling to check in. I guess oh. I missed last week because I was out of camping. Check base. Um, camp. So, yeah, last episode, I really dug the dwarves. And, yeah, um, same here, dude. What else? Yeah, Mike, I totally agree. Women don't have thoughts, just emotions. I'm like practically what? non-functioning, in fact. Um, <laughs> Did I say that? Let's see what else. For the question of the week two weeks ago, movie a movie that you weren't really expecting anything but really loved. <laughs> Well, um, I love I Death Dream, which coincidentally, I don't... Oh, yeah, we did that, that on the... With Johnny for Cat yeah, I don't remember he got it, too. If, like, that reminded me of it or if I decided that before. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a know, good... It's PG. Anyway, um, so... Oh, oh, I also love Shane's peewee voice. It was fucking adorable. <laughs> and, um, let's see. For songs... Uh, the new the new Maniac remake soundtrack is amazing. It is. I really loved that. Uh, she liked also, the Tuck Penis song in it. The Pajama Girl case, which is like one of those really nasty perverted Why throw up in your that? mouth jolly. It's one of their like a a gross one. Usually huh. the perversion is like I haven't a even heard of it. Cheek, but this is just like bleh. <laughs> um, look at her dancing by Amanda Lear. It was um, like a disco-y type song, and. Uh, yeah, because the main character does some nasty stuff. And, uh. I gotta yeah, check it out, just, though. Uh, sort of this weird disco y song in the middle of this really gross film. It's up there with, um, The Killer Must Kill Again, as far as disturbing Jolly. Um, oh, what else? And, yeah, I totally agree with Sheen for Return of the Living Dead soundtrack. Like, the whole soundtrack was just. Oh, remember know, this, Sheen. Remember this one. And, um. Yeah, I guess that's it. Love you guys. Bye. Love you. So there you go. I got to check out that. Uh, she, you know, she she was always like on the Gialli tip. Yeah, do people still say it. that? By the way, do people still say that? Yeah, they like do. on the gangsta tip. Oh, that's yeah. how it used to be. So they she's do. on the Gialli tip. She's yeah, yeah. She's got the Gialli tip. I got. She's a wealth of knowledge. I got to check that out. Um, nice and round. <laughs> uh, Jacob the Snake up called in. Oh, the Jake bringing What's the, up, Mike bringing the python. Well, first of all, this is Jake the Snake. Duh. And happy 4th of July right Thanks, now. Man. Had a great one. Today, we celebrate a heart-ending piss poor Bill Pullman impression. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is bad, <laughs> and I should feel bad. Yeah. Yeah, moving on. Time for the question of the episode. Uh, best use of a song in a horror film. Well, the answers that popped into mind when I heard this question for me was the movie Trick or Treat, the uh, recent one. Both of them. And what? the use of Marilyn Manson's Sweet Dreams oh, during that's the a good one. werewolf transformation scene. That I week. just thought another mm-hmm. one, Haunted, from that's Typo Negative for the Blair Witch awesome 2 was song. good. Anyways, yeah. That's hearing a song. Oh, it's a using a Halloween movie and especially during that I mean ooh that's a freaking that's awesome man Haunted? and mm, oh, that's a tough, that's a tough my answer to this oh. I made an observation recently guys oh shit and uh, I'm pretty sure this observation is pretty legit oh dear my observation is that <clears throat> A horror movie that uses 
the song Don't Fear the Reaper pretty much kicks ass. Oh! I mean, let's look at the examples. Halloween. I'd agree with that. Scream. Halloween the original? And The Frighteners. I remember I mean, that one. That was just the Blue Oyster Cult original one. I was gonna say I thought I thought in the I thought the Gin Blossoms remade Don't Fear the Reaper. Oh my in that. god, what a nightmare! I first of all I hate the Gin Blossoms. Sure, I they're the worst thing to come out of the '90s. But I think that they did their. I think they were on the soundtrack there of that. So doing that, that song. Count? But it was more like, you should get your mouth slapped for even touching that song. Oh, it was awful. I know they did. I don't remember if it was in that movie. Yeah, I mean, anybody got like an argument for that? Just tell me. (laughs) He's calling people out. He's like saying, do it. Right there. Slap my mouth. Okay. That's all for today. Peace out. Peace out to the J. Peace out the to the S and A. Dude, thanks the for coming in. That's of awesome. Society. You know, the, the the Don't Fear the Reaper. That's a great horror movie. To, I can't think of too many movies besides the ones he mentioned that was in. So I don't if know. I, if I hear that tune in my head and I'm thinking a horror movie, nah. I'm picturing a long drive down a dirt road and some shit happening. Dude, I remember a, a horror, com- or not a horror comedy, just a regular coming-of-age comedy about kids from the 60s or 70s. The, the dude loved that movie, and that's all he did. He drove while listening to Blue Oyster Cult. That's what you do when you listen to Blue Oyster Cult, Oh, well, sure right? shit. It's the best time to hear that shit is when you're on the road. It's the moon's coming up. Do you know who loves being on the road when the moon's coming up? Who? A John T. Oh, it's fine. Hey, Mike and Shane, it's a Gaffner here. Johnny T, how you doing, fellas? <laughs> Apart from your hate mail. Ooh, hate mail. Hey, what? Yeah, I'm mean, just ignore him. I mean, like I said to you on the, the thing at the end of the day. No, we know, love it. Take we love hate mail. Do that and whatever else and stuff. It's like the abuse that I got that we time from my Megan's mission review. If, if you want to spend time doing that, just let go of it. At the end of the day, we're all one big happy family. Oh, exactly. not according to, to somebody. Over here. So there you go. But anyway, yeah, um, not long now, is it? August 11th, Breaking Bad. Oh, oh yeah, we're Walter happy. White's return. Can't wait to that, man, you know what I mean? But um, yeah. Yeah, so we watched Evil Dead, Mike. Um, yeah. yeah, he says it wasn't too bad, but I, I rewatched it again, and second time round, it just don't work for me. I don't know, you know. First time, I got a okay. story about that though. Um, anything else I've seen lately? Um, really, really weird one. I think uh, I'm going to post it out on the blog. It's called uh, A Bell from Hell, Ooh. which is a 1973 Spanish one. I've mentioned it to Vaughn as oh, well. Oh yeah, he you know, put it on Vaughan. his blog. Yeah, yeah. You know, the guy with a big beard, the sexy one. Yeah, um, so that looks like a really, really obscure one. But uh, yeah, and anyway, Shane, when are you coming over to the UK to tour, man? We need to see you over here. You know, you can oh. stay at Johnny T Towers when you come over. Shit, dude, that'd be a dream. And uh, if Mike comes through, we can have some dinner. Yes, that's right, Mike. Oh. Sausages again. Sausages anyway, again. Guys, love you lots. Fuck the haters. I'll speak to you soon. Johnny T, over and out. Oh, you got to love Johnny T, dude. <laughs> oh, dude, that's a dream. I'd love to do that. That would be bad. That would be fantastic. I forgot what he said that I was going to follow up with, though. You were going to follow up with uh, something with the the blue bell, the red bell, the... He was talking about a movie. You're like, oh, I gotta, I'm gonna, it's, it's, it's fucking, it's, it's fucking Mike. Oh, you were talking about Evil Dead. Hey, Mike and Shane. Oh, oh, yeah, Evil oh Dead. yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Okay, so let me tell you this thing. The last time I watched Evil Dead, I went and saw it in the theater, but it was after I just got, I got fired that week, and then it came out the following Friday. And that whole week, man, I was so anxious, man. I right. was like so 
freaking out, and I, you know, I worked that whole week to find a new job. And the only reason I even went to it is because by that Friday I had accepted a new job, and I was going to start on Monday. Right. Like, dude, so I'm like, okay, fine. But that anxiety was still there with me, so I started watching it the other day, right. and all that anxiety came back, dude. Just, really? just remembering all oh, that yeah. shit. So that's going to be one of those movies that reminds you of the bad. <sighs> I, the bad I don't know, but I, I, I watched the whole thing, but I'm just like, I, my heart started beating and I started getting that sinking feeling in my gut just because, oh, it was so awful. So what did you think? I can't remember what you I said. I like that movie a lot. I think it's, I mean, the it's Evil silly. The, yeah, it's silly and it's not as good as the original, but I thought it was pretty badass. I mean, there's a lot of people who hate it, but I thought it was great. Right. So what are you going to do? But you got that anxiety, so. Well, and maybe that helps because it helps when, uh, if you're a little anxious and maybe not on your game and you watch a scary movie, it's maybe has a little more of an effect on you because right. you're in a weakened state. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it brings you back to yeah. something. Oh, it was, it was naughty. That's not bad. It's scary. It, 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 that whole thing just was a scary time, and then I watched a scary movie, and there you and go. now you got memories of it. Dude, we have a new caller coming in oh, right now. A new caller. His name is Zombie Rose 13. Hi, this is Zombie Rose 13. Zombie Rose. From Northern California. Uh, Long time listener, first time caller. Thank you. Um... Zombie Rose. The question of the week. Yes. Zombie Rose. Songs from horror movies that really good for me. Santa Rosa. Uh, first one's got to be uh, "No One Lives Forever" by Alan oh. Bundle from Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two. Oh yeah. It just really kind of starts the movie off in the right set of mood. Right. Separating from the old Texas Chainsaw Massacre. This Second is the new shit, as Marilyn Manson would say. By Bauhaus from. Uh, Eye of the Demons. Oh, yep. there's oh my two. gosh. It's not only kind of sexy to see her do a little three. dance during the song, but kind of off putting. I got to go check that, that out again. Have a really good match. Again, really good match for that movie as well. Uh, third one is uh, Killer Clowns by the Dickies from Killer Clowns from Outer Space. <laughs> yeah. Uh, probably one of the most underrated songs by the Dickies. Uh, really I, never, I don't even know who that is. Um, That's the brand of shorts I wear. Really enjoy the show. Uh, talk to you guys later. Zombie Rose, first time caller, long time list. Thank you, sir. Zombie Rose is a soldier. Zombie Rose has its own. Oh, I like that better. Just like, I was going for the Rose by I, Bette Midler, but did, no, that was it's yours first, was better. First of all, it's not by Bette Midler. Okay, she well, didn't. She sang it. She did not write it. It was her that made that what it is. How does that? Am a, I right wait, or wait, am I wrong? No. You're wrong. Some say love. It is a river. The zombie rose. Zombie rose <laughs> has its thorns. I like that. <laughs> oh, dude, thanks for calling in, man. Uh, we got Alan calling up next. Alan. Hi, Gene. What's up? This is Alan. So, uh, question of the week, man. I had to think about it. Oh. Because, um, hate to, don't, hurt really don't look at music in the movies. Um, it's just there. You hear it with your ears. Like moved me or something, and I gotta go with um, you know, Mr. Sandman and the Halloween flicks at the end. I always thought that was a really nice. What was that? Thought it was real cool. How does it go? Um, 
It's not. It's not. Mr. Sandman, what? Bring me a tree. A bum 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 bum. Make the cutest that I've ever seen. Is that it? Mr. Sandman. You know what's funny? That's been a long-standing joke. I think I got mine, though. That's been a long-standing joke between me and my brother for years because of Back to the Future. I think it was part. Just Back to the Future, part one. Yeah. But no, that's cool. Is that is that right? Is that what he meant? You think that's the song? He I meant? think that's exactly what he was thinking of. All right, all right, all right. He wasn't thinking of Metallica Sandman. He was thinking Sandman, that Sandman. How do you know? No, I because know. I know. I know he wasn't talking about. I like that song. I don't care what you say. Well, okay. Oh, he's, that's fine. I thought I was thought. But was, I think he just. I thought I was going to get some more. Uh, I think he vehement, just thought, uh, like like you were going to get pissed off at me because they did a great memory, tour though, with of my oh. favorite. Oh, they went, Metallica went on tour with Guns N' Roses, just so you know. Yeah, whatever. GP yeah, called in. Disaster hey, guys, GP. Whoa, uh, sorry, guys. I got hot ties back. Thanks very much. I blew Played everybody's it ears up. Rolled around in it. Felt pretty good. Um, question up, so what's your favorite song used in a horror movie? This is only 24 seconds. I, I think you got GP. Say, and the movie is uh, Manhunter, you know, the uh, the first, uh, Man the first uh, Hannibal Lecter movie. With the guy from MacGyver. Dude, he totally got GP'd right then. Was it MacGyver? No, it was the dude from... Uh, Beastmaster. Was he in Beastmaster? It was the dude from uh, freaking... Uh, 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 Ironside. Wolf, Wolfman's got... No. No. I don't know if Michael Ironside's is in it. Michael Ironside's is in the movie we're talking about. Yeah. But dude... Uh, no, no, no. He was in... It was... It was. Uh, oh my gosh, I f- forgot his man name. Manhunter. Yeah. She's a man-eater. The... Manhunter. I, I don't know what that song is. Uh, you're talking about Rugger Hauer. No, dude. We're talking about... Uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper. No, we're talking about the dude who was Frankenstein in that kid's uh, Wolfman Got Nards movie. Wolfman Got Nards? <laughs> dude, he was in uh, House of the Devil. House of the... De- oh, yeah, yeah. The, uh, the, the Deep Space Nine guy. I don't know if he's in Deep Space Nine. I'm not. I have no idea. Yeah. I've never seen it. Uh, okay, GP called back in. Motherfucker. In the For an eight-second one. I get GP'd. <laughs> eh, whatever. Fuck that. Oh, so he done. He just done. He's done. He yeah, He didn't want anything to do with this. One word. What's that? One, one word that you could say to GP right now. One word. Mind crime. Operation Mind I, You know what? I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull back the curtain for a minute. Every time GP listens to Operation Mind Crime, he texts me and just says Mind Crime, which I find fascinating. Yes. I'm like, he's listening to Mind Crime right now. That is amazing. <laughs> I'm very happy about it. And he texts me pink butterflies, and I don't dun, know what that dun, means. Dun, 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 maybe dun, I'm oh that's iron maybe I'm as sorry. delicate and beautiful as a pink butterfly. Yeah. Well, I bet that's what your clit looks like. Oh, let's see. We had uh, Creep call back in. Oh, lovely. Hey, guys. It's Creep. Um, To answer the question, um, honestly, I mean, obviously, like the shower scene in Psycho or Jaws coming up in the water. um, Yeah. As far as like the music that fits the scene kind of stuff. What about a rocking tune? You know, but I mean... 
There's also, you know, Tom Cruise, you know, sliding Playing. in his socks and underwear Playing and with those or, boys. You know, and Top Gun, you know, Highway to the Danger Zone. Dude, play, say Playing you know. with the Boys. Say it. Um, Playing but, with the Boys. Uh, let's so give the boy hand. Uh, no, dude, that's, me, honestly, let's hear it for the boys. That's a whole either, different song. Um, Swan Lake and the opening credits of the original Dracula. I always just oh. get all like, here it comes. You know, I get all excited when I hear the music start. Um, or the music for when they reveal the bride and the bride of Frankenstein. Like that oh, whole yeah. scene um, is really like, oof, for me. I like that a lot. Um, but I also wanted to just um, say, like, last time when I called, I was just making fun of. Um, Mike's uh, yeah. hug and lift. Oh, what? And I was so interested in being the filthy pig that um, I didn't thank everyone um, like some did um, for the, uh, all the support we've been getting for the sack book. And I really oh, yeah. do appreciate yeah, we love the all sack. the pictures you guys are taking with your sack. Yeah, we just what? That make sounds my awful. heart all warm. And well, we, we're here to make your sack so warm. So I, I do appreciate that. Dude, so, cool. Um, anyway, thank you guys so much, and um, thanks for everything. And I hope Shut you guys have mouth. another epic, amazing show. Hey, and, take it um, easy, guy. As you say, I'm yeah, glad that's a lot of pressure. that you're uh-huh. not worried when you get hate mail. Oh, we love getting hate mail. handled that like a pro. No, it was funny. Good job, buddy. Well, so, I get it all the time. Care, See uh, you know what's great? I lo- First of all, I love hearing from Creep because you know me. I love Creep. I love and him. I do too, but I think you love, I love him, him more than, than I do. You know what? Only because I, I have the I capacity to love. a romance. Much- yes. A Dude, bromance. And let me tell you something too. By the way, and, and I know this, and just only like and that, only a lover would know this. Yeah, is that he just like buzzed his head, not like down to where uh, mine is, but he buzzed it. He buzzed it to the point. And he looks good. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, oh, so I know, sexy. dude. I look sexy. at you, dude. I I'm serious. I'm sitting here looking at you, <laughs> yeah. and you are so fucking giddy with yeah. your fucking love uh, that it is almost fucking that disgusting. What, but that's what this life's about. That's what this life is about. It is Finding very endearing, love. but it's. Absolutely fucking disgusting at the same time. But I see this joy in your eyes. Oh, like, I love he it. just cut his hair and it looks so, oh my effing good. I would say gosh, though. Seriously. Gosh and good. Okay, I would yeah. say gosh. Okay. Oh my effing gosh and good. Dude, we have one more voicemail. Uh-huh. And we have, speaking of sack, we have the lovely Zoe. Oh, I thought Sackman was calling in. I wish. Hi, Mike and Shane. It's Zoe again. Oh, I love Zoe. Um, I've been thinking about the question of the episode um, about the piece of music or the song or whatever that yes. really sort of She's fits well with She the sounds film. so sweet. Um, and I couldn't at first think of anything, but I was thinking um, generally all the music in The Omen oh. really sort of reminds me of... It's, it doesn't remind me of stuff, but it always like sticks in my head and it's it's that kind of creepy that's so good though that sort of choral oh yeah um religious music oh you really, know me i, I love know, that it's just shit. really good in that sort of situation it's a brilliant soundtrack in general but Agreed. i know that we were supposed to do a general song so i was thinking about that and i thought um, it's, it's whatever you want baby. probably the one that sticks out in my head is white lines um in Shaun of the dead lines. you oh, know with so the zombie funny. 
that is, that's just a the great bit scene. in between everything. I just thought that was a really clever use of it. And also the ghost town that the specials do as well. That that always really sticks out in my mind. Great song. That kind of eerie sort of music that it has it really fits well with the sort of you know sort of um empty streets and the vacant people and oh. all that kind of thing it's really good um, yeah, it does. but the main one of course that you're going to agree with me because no one couldn't is <laughs> higher and higher jackie wilson <laughs> ghostbusters <laughs> 2 ghostbusters 2 i don't Hi. think I when they're walking around that, with the statue of liberty <laughs> that one just <laughs> mind straight away and i thought yeah that's you're beautiful not go for that because it it's not really no horror. it's beautiful it, it is, but it isn't oh. but that's yeah, the one that, that is came good. into my head straight away. Yeah. First that. of all, I, I've gotta I've gotta say Zoe, Ghostbusters one and two are some of my all time favorite movies of did I just say all time favorite movies of all time? I was about to say that. You some say of, that. they're they're my they're two of my most awesome movies. I watch those all the time. Me and my ten year old daughter and my six year old and five year old boys, we can quote both those movies backwards and forwards. Put a mic on that. Should we? Then you should put a mic on it. Oh, I will oh, do that. Would, would you guys like that? Because that would be so funny oh, yeah. to, to hear to hear uh, Ashton go. Not like the entire movie, but a nice. Oh no, we'll bit. we'll get we'll get like the best parts of it. Yeah. Be like, and then do you a should, minute that's not a minute of that. When That'd uh, be awesome. When when but don't when, let them know you're doing it. Though. No, of course not, because they wouldn't do it. You know, or else yeah. they would mess them up. Because uh, when uh, when uh, uh, what's her name? When uh, the in Janine. Sorry about the bug eyes thing, Janine. I'll be in my office. My son thinks yeah. that is the mother effing yeah. funniest thing in the world. He's got world. good taste. Hey, oh, dude. Well, you know, I, I have to think that maybe that's a little bit me. Let me tell you something. It's right before me. I left, right before I left to come to your place today, he says, Dad. Barely you. He said, Dad, when you get home, and you know, I usually get home around midnight or so, and it's a holiday and blah, blah, blah. Right. Guess what we're doing? We are watching Army of Darkness. Oh yeah, together it's gonna be fun he as shit. That. Yeah. Well, has he seen it before? Yeah, he's seen it before. He's seen like a hundred times. I make him. There's like an F word in it, and there's like titties in it. So there's like one like like quick like flash of boobs. So I make him all. Close How old their eyes. is he? He's let six. him see the titty. He's six. No. No. Oh, he's no. Six? I'll, I'll no. tell you Don't why. I'll tell you why. Because first let of all, let him see the blood and bashing. Well, Don't let him see the violence titty, is yeah. okay because we don't have an innate. Like we're by nature we're we're not out to kill people but we are out to bone hot chicks with yeah. nice titties, you know. See what I'm saying? But so wait a minute, you're what? a football star. Yeah, you're not out to kill people. That's the first thing you teach them is first of all first kill of, that guy. First of all, you know what? You don't know what you're talking red. about because that is a that is he's a sport got a, of skill. It's like chess. If son. he's got a U on him. Kill him. You know what's funny is we. Understand I have that, an uncle son? who wore a U shirt. I was so proud of him. He wore oh, a U shirt to our bar, our Fourth of July barbecue. He walked up to him and said, "You know what, Uncle Peter? I mean, you're an okay." I respect. And he you. said this. He said this. He says, "I like you because you're fun to play with, but I really hate that shirt." He said it just like that. I didn't have to prod him to do that. Thank you. Brainwashing is working out. Brainwash. There we go. But but you know what, Zoe? High, high praise for brainwashing. High pra- well, I I I've uh, got brainwashed myself. Okay, I'm still okay, right? Kill. Okay, okay, at but, least he doesn't want to kill Uncle. No, he. Well, if you let him see the horror movies, he might go. You know, <laughs> Uncle, Daddy, look what I did to Uncle. And I would be proud of him. Then anyone anyone wearing a red and white. No, I would That's be happy. That's actually a good idea for a movie. 
Like someone who goes so psycho that if they wear a Ute shirt that he kills them. I would actually be well, proud. Well, just of that shot of you at the end, Daddy. Look, I, you know, he's standing there with the knife, like uh, you know, the very that's end awful. of Halloween. No, that's awful. <laughs> it's you shirt, and it's entire. He he would deserve it though, so no, that's okay. So sure. no, just like uh, just like in I spit on your grave, the original. No court in the United States would convict him. Yeah. But let's finish off. By the way, Ghostbusters 1 and 2 is amazing. They're horror. Good enough. Love those movies. Yeah. You can't really say anything else, can you? If it makes the Statue of Liberty move, that's what I'm, it's a pretty slime. impressive song, isn't it, for a soundtrack? The slime. Oh, yeah. Anyway, um, love you both loads. Oh, we love you. Um, hope you're both good. I'll We're speak good. to you soon. Living, loving, made. I gotta say, Zoe, I freaking love Zoe so GD much. Dude. She's the Zoza. I love her so she's much. She's a regular. She's becoming a regular lady. Well, and not and not just that, but it's like Lauren. She's and so talented. Well, Lauren, you know what? You're right, man. We- Lauren is a st- steadfast. Oh, dude. oh, well, you know my love for steady. Lauren. You know my love for Lauren. Absolutely. Zoe is becoming that. Uh, well, she's becoming one of those. Oh, Zoe's been around ladies. for since the cadaver lab. You, dude. Gonna get a All right, we're we're stop. We're just gonna stop this line right now. Yeah. Shane, here's here's what we're gonna do. What I want to go ahead and say one thing. Now the voicemails are done. We that's all the calls that we got for this week. Okay. And thank you so GD much for all your calls, guys. Love it. That's Shane's favorite part. Say favorite. It. So there you go. Um, I've got a little fun. Every time we do kind of a, a sound oriented uh, question of the episode, right. I put together. Well, and it didn't hurt that I had four days off. Well, I have you know the four day weekend. Right. I put together you know a little bit of a trivia kind of a, a challenge for Shane. Oh, you got a trivia for no, me? No, it's, it's it's not necessarily trivia. It's basically, but 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 I'll tell you what it is in a minute. Why don't you go ahead and answer the question of the episode real okay. quick? Hands down. Alan reminded me of this. It's okay. Not, it's okay. not the same one, but it's Santos and Johnny. Oh. What? Sleepwalker from Santos and Johnny. What? In Sleepwalkers. Really? Yeah, the, the the cat show. Not was, such a not such a great movie, but that tune. That's right where there the, that that dude sticker. from Charmed like boned the his mom, who was a cat lady, who ended up being in uh, Silent Hill. I don't yes, remember that. Yes. I don't remember that. Yeah, I don't remember the song. I remember the oh, movie. I don't that's remember the such song. Such a great one. Every song from Trick or Treat. Oh, not well, I'm 1986 or Treat, sure. not R. All right. Treat. Well, that's a good movie too. And uh, yeah, that's all I got. Okay, so here's the thing. I've, I, you know, I'm putting together my list, and I'm like, you know, what would be fun. It would be mm. fun to play some of these, and we're gonna play until Shane gives up. Till I get. Oh my God, we'll be here all night. Well, all, all I got, all I got, I, I didn't like, I didn't like make a one minute of Mike's favorite horror songs. But here's the thing. We're going to play. We're, we don't even have to play. You know, people can play along. This isn't a win or lose thing. Right. This is a high. I've got some fun songs to play. Why don't we play them? Okay. Here's the thing. I've got songs. I'm going to play them, and I want you to either tell me who sings it uh, or what movie it's from. Okay. Okay. So All here right. we go. Let, let's go ahead and get started with that one. Here's my number one. I might need to hear the bridge. We're, we got we got plenty of time, man. I said it takes a minute to come in. Like I said, I didn't make the one minute of it, but you're good to go. 
got plenty of time here. I have no idea what it is because that voice just threw me to the stain on the floor. I'm gonna I'm gonna skip forward. Here we go. Right, that is a song from a band called Muse. Oh, you, you know Muse, right? I love them. It's a it's a song called Newborn, and it's from a movie called <laughs> High Tension. Called How, High, no, oh. I was about to say High Tension. That's what yeah. I that's what I forgot. It's called High Tension, and it's a movie where like oh damn, it, have you seen that movie? By the way, yeah, I've seen it. Uh, I, I, there's ago, a lot right. of weird shit going on in that movie, and maybe it doesn't all make sense. But when that movie, or sorry, when that song hits that movie, unbelievably, I love that song. God damn, that I was love that Muse. Movie. That was Muse. Yeah. Oh god. Okay. Um. Next one. Uh. If you don't get this one, I'm gonna be really upset. It's Dawkin. Dream Warriors. Come on, you're throwing me, you're throwing well, me chicken scraps. Well, no, because I'll, I'm going to fast forward a bit. We're going to get into a slow. But let me tell you something, dude. Right here, we're going to go ahead and listen to the, the chorus here. That way we're going to listen and not sing. I can't help it. Lip sync like I'm doing. So he starts singing. By the way, amazing tune. Don Dockin and George Lynch rocking it for Friday the 13th that Part 3. Sold, that sold the third movie on uh, MTV to an MTV m- crowd. No, no, you're right. Because then uh, uh, Freddy Krueger was, was Robert still England pretty was in. new. Well, I'll tell you that. No, is that true? It was still pretty new. I well, mean, it was, maybe you're right. I don't know. I don't know. I'll, I guarantee that was one of the first movie Well, because, because the first movie one came out in 1984, that so that one had to come out in like at least 1986 or 87. But it like, been new for its time. You know, oh, I sure. mean, like movie, soundtrack, videos. Okay. That was like, huh? What? Now, let's, let's think back to something that Anthony called in and talked about, okay? And this is a movie we've seen. And I'm going to start this and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hop forward because the starting is a little slow. We've done this movie, sir. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's a. It's Lords of Salem. Okay, so you win, but. And it's a. I fast forwarded a bit. It's the Lords, right? Or the. the, It's the Velvet Underground, All Tomorrow's Parties. When this came out, when she was at the end, looking yeah. like looking she, like a like the, the, the Mary, Virgin Mary, that was Mary. hot. That that looked good. That uh, was a great. And, scene. The, and this song 
totally just smacked me in the face. And this isn't the only time they used that in this song, too. That's a Velvet or, sorry, Underground. But yeah, that's a Velvet Underground. What, what was their other one? The Venus and Furs? Yeah. That was another one that I think they used that on the thing, too. Um, okay, you should get this one. Yeah, too. that was hot, though, when she was standing yeah. there all fucking. Yeah, that one that one hit me, and I'm like. Wide eyes. Holy yeah. F. Okay, so let's. Uh, here's the next one. And I did choose. These are my favorite, but they're all easy. But there you go. I'm sorry, but I like easy songs, okay? My daughter knows every word to this, by the way. She's 10 years old. That's Alice Cooper. Oh, you're right, dude. Teenage Frankenstein. Turn up the radio, right? Good job, man. You get a bonus point if you can tell me from you can if you, you get a bonus point if you can tell me what what sequel of Friday the Thirteenth that was from. That was in uh, I don't think he knows. Nineteen eighty. I don't think he knows. That was nineteen. I'm gonna say nineteen eighty eight. I don't know what year it was, but it was in from Friday the Thirteenth Part Six. My favorite Friday the Thirteenth. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. Okay, we're moving no, on. It's, it wouldn't be eighty eight then. It'd be yeah. I don't. I don't even. I can't 90, even. Ninety. No, it would be. It would probably be right around eighty eight. But I don't know. No, I'm not sure. Eighty no, was when, because they did one every single year practically. So and they started in like eighty one. So 80, it's like number six would be like nineteen eighty was the first one, right? Uh, I thought it was eighty one, but uh, uh, that um, we'll see. I thought it was eighty one, but whatever. Um, here comes the next one. This one should be easy. Okay. That's a Ramones, baby. Oh, yeah. We'll let it play for a while. Okay. And now love. Come at the grand line, make any sense. The smell of death is on the rim. In the night when the wolves cry loud. Sorry, wrong verse. Nobody knows. I don't want to be buried in a pet. Now I, I have to admit something. I have to admit something. Pet this, cemetery too. This no, it's just pet cemetery. But well, it they was, do it on pet. Oh, cemetery do they? I don't. I don't know. Well. Maybe you're right. But they've just played this over the credits of Pet Cemetery One. You right. know, I chose. Some, and they do it on Pet Cemetery. Like too. the like the huge pile. Like like with all tomorrow's parties by the Velvet Underground. That would just like hit me. But this one is just a badass mother yeah. effing tune. So I just added that one real quick. Uh, next one. Uh, remember what? Uh, Johnny said. Johnny! We are in the blah, blah, blah. Not a cold winter night. Sorry, I, I, I can't. I'm, I'm just so pumped for this. Sounds from a 
so good, dude. Remember what Johnny said. God, I want to say that's a that's a young Rocky Erickson no. era, nineteen seventy-two. You know what? The era may be crazy. This is Terry Reed. Remember how Johnny was talking about Terry Reed? Name the movie, though, dude. Oh, dude, I want to listen to this guy. He's good. This whole album's just like Johnny said. It's amazing. I can't name the movie. I've got no idea. The Devil's Rejects. And let me just tell you something about The Devil's Rejects. I have a lot of... I want to listen to some Terry Reed. I like that. Do the, you know what? He has three songs listen on the Listen to Devil's- Rocky Erickson. They, okay. they connect. I was going to say, dude, on uh, The Devil's Rejects, I think uh, Terry Reed, like Johnny said, has three tunes on him. All of them are unbelievably good. They're all just yeah. kind of... They're all, you know, acoustic, kind of, you know, great. Yeah. T- amazing like at that. that. Dude, that and it, it is so... Good, but but just like Anthony said too, and Johnny, uh, like Rob Zombie has some of the he puts together a mother. Yeah, he does. He's amazing. Got it. Like say what you want about the movies, but the soundtracks are awesome. As long as his his music's not in it, it's no. Great. I I totally disagree because in House of a Thousand Corpses, Pussy Licker made me so happy. Pussy Licker, come oh. on, that was great. That was amazing. Uh, but okay, I just wanted to mention real quick. Um, the Devil's Reject soundtrack is amazing. We have the Almond Brothers. Do you remember the Midnight Rider? Oh, oh the yeah. Midnight Rider. Yeah, that's a great tune. Great tune. We have uh, Three Dog Night. Ba ba bum ba ba bum ba ba bum. Oh, the night of Shambhala. That whole yeah. time. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Well, of course, Joel Walsh with Rocky Mountains Way, and then yeah. uh, and then uh, Terry Reed's all that stuff. Um, and then House of a Thousand Corpses. I remember you by Slim Whitman, the Ramones. Now I want to sniff some glue, and even his cover. I think it was who, who, what was a brick house? Was it the Commodores that did the brick house? Who who did the brick house? Brick house was James. Uh, no, it was uh, James. No, it was. James I swear, it was uh, Lionel Richie's band, the Commodores. I, okay, well, maybe somebody's going to call and get some free just shit. Just letting it all hang out. Yeah, she's a brand. If you don't get this one, by then this next one, by the way, I should smack you in the face. Oh, yeah. That's 45 Grave, Return of the uh, Living Dead. Oh, this is a great tune and and a great movie. This this is the non, you know, confrontational version. Yeah, yeah. Well, because we wanted to get right into it. Plus, we didn't want to get depressed, right? Yeah, that song's a downer. Oh, it's a bummer. I love that. I love her voice. We got to hear Do You Want a Party, though, before we move on, okay? How awesome is it that I got to see Dinah Cancer do this in... Di- Dinah Cancer was from... Uh, don't Dinah tell me. Cancer. No, no, don't tell me. Don't tell me. We did them on the show. It was uh, uh, it was, it was the opening song to Creepy Kitsch's show. Shit, don't tell me. We did their Human Fly. The Human Fly, right? Is that the right band? The Cramps? The Cramps. No. no. Oh, shit. It's actually 45 Grave. Oh, is that her name? Really? This. I thought... Oh, I saw her up. at the Double Down and in Salt Lake City Oh, doing this shit live. Do you want to eyes. That's cool, man. So good. I got one more. I got one more for you, and I'm uh, going to tell you the movie. I'm going to tell you straight up the movie. Oh, God. It's a you movie. Know, I'm bad with this shit, dude. Okay. It's a movie it. that starts Susan Sarandon and uh, some other uh, James something or other. I can't remember. James Edward Almost. No, it was no, 
No, it was <laughs> no. But dude, I can't remember the guy's name. I can see his face. Uh, but this is from a movie called Light Sleeper. Okay, Light which Sleeper. came out in the early nineties. Okay, here's the song. Can you name the song? Name the tune. Name that tune. Uh, it's one of them horrible goddamn amazing glam metal, glam metal bands. bands. I, it just let me jam it. Uh, of course, run. you better get this one because this is the most amazing solo artist in the world. <laughs> God, you just hear the fucking disgusting all over it. We're gonna let this one fly, people. Yeah. It's your boyfriend. Going crazy. It's your boyfriend, Kane Roberts. Oh, what's the song though? Yeah, you're so hard to please. I'm gonna Peter tell the chorus. It's so long. Can I make that a, was can I make a confession? What? I like went out I googled Kane Roberts movie soundtrack just so I could play something from Kane Roberts. <laughs> you Kane, call in. Uh, why asshole. why is why is he does he know how much love he gets on this show? Is he an asshole? No. Is that is is that the answer we're looking for? No, maybe maybe he is. Okay. I just want to th- go ahead and personally thank everybody for calling in. He hasn't got this no, kind of he's got attention problem, no. in, in t- 15 fucking no, years. No, because he that. made he made so much money off this album Saints and Sinners. He doesn't need he he's he doesn't need anybody else. He doesn't need me. I'm just There's one like of his a followers. fucking uh, algorithm bump in his Google shit and he's like, "What the hell's going on here?" <laughs> Something's going. I have like, no well, idea. I got this fucking weird email from this guy and he's, you know, <laughs> All right, dude. Thank Jeez. you guys so much for calling in and answering the question of the episode. I really appreciate it. Shane's favorite part of the show. Mine too. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yes. You know, it's it's all kind of it all kind of equals out to me because I love it doing this stupid together. shit. Um, I'm just gonna mention uh, the bone phone number three eight five three five one nine two seven three. That is three eight five three five one nine two seven three. I mentioned it because we got another question coming up for next episode. Right. What is that? and that is what is your favorite horror subgenre and why. Be as as granular as you want to be. Subgenre, like like you know, like slasher or 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 you know, demonic demonic possession. Right. You know, what is your favorite horror subgenre and why? And also, give us some examples of what you find, what you think are luminaries of the of the subgenre. Ooh, okay, so too. you know, give us some movies that are maybe typical of that. Go ahead and call us in. Like I said, it's three eight five three five one nine two seven three three eight five three five one nine two seven three. Right now, folks. Yeah. What are we going to do? We got one minute of a band coming up. And you know what that band is, Shane? We're about to bust your nut. And by the way, if you're driving right now, take a deep breath because once you hear this, once you hear this, you're going to start driving all angry and aggressive. This is one minute of Devil Driver of the Fury of Our Maker's Hand. Yes.
Devil Driver is an American metal band from Santa Barbara, Cali, like I like to call by it. By the I way, like to say Cali. By the way, let me ask you something. Santa Barbara, do you know what show is from that? Santa Barbara. Psych. Psych is from Santa Barbara. Sean and, and Gus. The- Sean and Gus are from Santa Barbara. That's like the happiest town in the world. How do these guys get so angry from there? And the soap opera is from Santa Barbara. I did not know that. It's, it's just it's a beautiful place. Formed in 2002, considered groove metal. I didn't hear much groove in the... Yeah, I would, in, I would in call the, them basically death metal. Yeah, yeah it's death metal. That's on the wiki page, and I was oh. like, wait wait a minute, sons. Uh, yeah, I, don't okay. see, I don't hear groove. It was kind of groovy. This is metal album full of rough and gruff, growly vocal. Oh, yeah. So this album is not going to be for everyone. No, Zoe right now is like... I didn't really care for the one minute that but, wasn't a minute, but I love listening to Mike and Shane. She, she don't care about it. No, she didn't. So she, but she fans of Evil Growly and the big and heavy band will have a better chance of liking this oh, stuff. Yeah. DevilDriver.com. You can like them on Facebook. This album is on Spotify. Devil Driver. The Fury of Our Maker's Hand, released June 2005, 12 tracks, 51 minutes, 12 seconds long. This this is the band's uh, second full-length album on Roadrunner Records. People that enjoyed Coal Chamber will recognize the lead vocal from Dez Farfara. <laughs> now listening to this album, I heard... Some Chuck Schuldner, dude. Oh. I I hear it in his voice. I okay. hear death. Have you ever heard the band Death mm-hmm. Leprosy? Mm-hmm. I could hear that in his voice. I think this album was, this last week, was sure. tailor-made for me. Oh, okay. I mean, it, it was hot just, as shit and well, it ju- Yeah, it was, uh, you know, dirty. It was hot. I'm pissed. <laughs> yeah. And when I turned this on, I went, man. Uh, and I don't know much about Devil Driver. Okay. Uh, I And I didn't even know until I was doing research that Coal Chamber, oh. which, which I don't know anything about. Oh, Cole I love Chamber. Coal Chamber and Devil Driver, though, so spoiler. But but what I was getting, until I was listening, you know, when I sure. found that out, sure. that Cole Cha- Cole, he was in Coal Chamber. Uh-huh. These guys were like a high school band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they found this dude that was in Cold Chamber, and then he came over, and I was like, dude, he's got to be a huge fan of death, because I can hear it in his voice. Really? That that's, when I found out he was in Cold Chamber, I went, maybe not so much. Maybe sure. Maybe okay. death didn't, you know, that era, mm-hmm. maybe it wasn't so. Well, because his but vocals in what, Cold Chamber were... Pretty different than they were in Devil than they are in Devil Driver. No, well, the the tunes that I heard sounded similar. I think he sounded well, more not powerful all... and deep and dark on on Devil Driver. But there was a few, and like I, I mean, I'm a I'm somewhat of a Cold Chamber fan as well. Um, uh, at least the first two couple of albums of Cold Chamber. I mean, and he did like you know that. But this was all like the death growl. This was not seen. This was the and that was Chuck Shoulder. I mean that. Chuck Schuldner from Death mm-hmm. created the voice where it was like sure. everyone sounded like a rah, 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 I'm going to do this. Uh-huh. But Chuck Schuldner, he said, here's a voice that does that, sure. you know? Okay. And uh, man, this album pounded me into the dirt. Nice, dude. I was enjoying it. Cool. I kind of thought about it for a second uh-huh. going, man, we were doing Beast. And yeah, we, we were. Trade, and then you said, hey, let's do... Well, the- I like Beast. And don't get me wrong. Beast is a gr- good... It's a good album. 
And but this one is like I said, this one is my jam. The first two Devil Driver albums are they are mine, man. Right. These these ones were when like these ones I grew not grew up on because I'm still an old man. I mean these were these were early two thousands. I mean I'm still married and we're working on kids and all that shit. But I mean these were the ones that really struck it home to me. Can, uh, you you know you mentioned his growl. Can I mention one thing real quick? Yeah. I am such a huge fan of Dez that um I think that. He has the second best death growl of anybody. Wow! My first one is Chris Barnes from Six Feet oh, Under dude, and Cannibal Corpse. You're I, off my mark, but yes. Okay, well, I but, but okay, but he and, and I'm saying there is a tiny, there's a tiny little maybe a difference. I love Chris Barnes and his whole deal there, but Des I this and it's funny too because do you remember? You were at this, we were at the same concert before we knew each other, okay? It was uh, Cold Chamber, it was uh, Full Devil Jacket, and it was Typo Negative. And it was the Deadlights. Remember? Remember it was down at the Salt Lake uh, Fairgrounds. The Horticulture Building. Yeah, yeah, the the Fairgrounds, yeah. And so they were playing there, and uh, Cold Chamber came out. By the way, this dude, Dez, is like, he's this tiny little dude. Yeah. But he's up there in live, he was unbelievably amazing. He's even though he's tiny, yeah, he had a lot of energy. He rocked it out. He kept us going. That's when I first fell in love with Dez. Now, listen to this. Three of the guys in the band. Now, one of them's gone now. Two of them, they got, uh, they got Dez Farafar. Farafar. Three of the guys in the band jammed in high school. They started out as Area 51 doing Metallica, Slayer, and Pantera. And I felt sli- a slight tinge of that Pantera sound. Okay. Not so much Slayer, not so much Metallica, uh-huh. but I there was a couple of riffs in there that I kind of went, yeah, I can okay. see the influence okay. of it. Getting that guy in the band, man, I, I'm telling you, this album just hit me at the right I'm glad. Time. I'm so glad. I It made me want to go back and uh-huh. listen to everything they did. I, I When you said, let's change it from uh, Beast. Beast to this, mm-hmm. I was kind of thinking, God, I don't know if I want to go listen to Beast after this because uh, I just feel like bands that are that on fire. Right. With uh, th- now, this is a metal album. This through is growl. This yes. is the band sounds fantastic. Absolutely. The songwriting is amazing. I love the boo doo doo doo. Like you play. Oh yeah, the, the grand theft. It, with the chorus on the bass and shit, oh, yeah. all of it. The only thing that took me out was uh-huh. a couple of lines in one song where it was like, uh, a good day to die on the hangman's noose. And Are the you only, serious? And the I only, love that. And, and what I would say to that is that it wasn't necessarily the lines as much as the delivery okay. during the music. But this album kicked me in the balls. Now, look, I enjoyed it, okay. but it is a heavy fucking heavy metal shit. album. Now here, here's the thing with a lot of extreme metal, in you know, in like I, I'm getting up in years. I mean, I'm 36 years old. By the way, Des right now, I think he's like uh, 47. So I mean, he's still rocking this mother effing shit. Right. It, you know, and I mean, 47 is still young, but I mean, it's is it still death metal young? Uh, thankfully, yes for Des. You know, right. some some of the other guys are younger. I mean, I looked at the ages of the guys in the band, and they're closer to my age and whatnot. But, you know, which is like, what, 10, 11 years younger. Right. But but um, here's, here's my problem with a lot of extreme metal. And I'm going to talk some shit about one of my all-time favorite bands. Oh, God. In Cradle of Filth. 
Okay, a lot of their stuff sounds the same. Now, and I'm talking technically, like their their instrumentation, the way they play is is amazing. The drums, all the blast beats, all that stuff, they do a great job. They are talented mofos. The problem is, is a lot of it just kind of starts sounding the same to me. Right. And, you know, because, I mean, they don't, they can't, like, fall back on, um, uh, like, melodic harmonies of vocal, you know, stuff like that. Because, I mean, this is growling. I mean, in, 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 uh, you know, there's been actually, some with, I mean, speaking of Cradle of Filth, there's, I mean, there's, they, they, they brought in the lady who's sings in the background and stuff like that. But I mean, right. as far as like regular death metal, um, and even, even my favorite death metal singer, Chris Barnes, a lot of his stuff and a lot of his band just starts sounding the same to me. And it's like, it's not like it's boring and it still has that sonic effect on me that like gets my insides and jumbles them up and really goes, gets you jangled. Yeah. yeah but the thing is, is from track to track, it's like, well, um, you know, I, it's hard for me to really, you know, differentiate what's going on and I hate to say it, but I, I feel like devil driver falls a little bit into that trap. Even on this album, there's a couple of tunes that are kind of like, well, they're good, you know, but they don't stand out for me. Um, you know, so as I'm getting older and I'm still, you know, thankfully I'm still into this kind of extreme death metal stuff. You have to add something that differentiates it from, you know, the norm. Because it's like, I mean, I get it. They're death, you're hard, whatever. But but now that, you know, maybe I'm a, my taste is a little bit more, like, uh, what do you call it, mature? Right. I, I need something. And this album, in my opinion, almost, like, there's, like I said, there's a couple of songs that are just kind of, okay, they're good. But most of these songs on here really do a good job without the without the you know without the uh, what do you call that like the the benefit of being a poppy song without mm-hmm. that benefit being able to differentiate that I just want to mention a couple of my highlights on this album end of the line which kicks off the album oh my gosh what a way to get you pumped and what a way to make me drive my minivan like a mother effer mm-hmm. like an asshole yeah you were. Yeah, because I'm driving that minivan and I'm like, oh my! I'm driving my 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 Chrysler town and country, and I'm like, in your face, mother! And we got a big BYU thing on the back, so they're expecting someone. And I'm like, mother ever! I I probably the only dude with a BYU uh, logo on the back of even my van. uh, You know, driving a, a minivan. Uh, you know, rock it with, with, with Driving this album like, rocking. And what, man? And what? <laughs> but let me mention some of my favorite ones. End of the line, Grin Eft, Hold Back the Day. Hold Back the Day, by the way, had a great video. It was kind of, uh, paranoia. Remember that, uh, uh, Black Sabbath, par- uh, or sorry, not paranoia, paranoid. Paranoid video with like the, all the wild, like visuals in the background. They kind of right. like, kind of did an homage to that. Um, sin and sacrifice, the fury of our maker's fan, or sorry, the, sorry, the fury of our maker's hand. But my favorite, the best song on this album, in my opinion, one Shane's mentioned, mm. is before the hangman's noose. Yeah, it was more than I delivery. Love I was that just song. like, ah, I, just, I love I, it. I love the jam. I oh, love sure. the tune. Okay, it just didn't quite just the way he was spilling it okay all right, all right and my top favorites okay let's all-timer oh. i mean voices sure dude you've got to take barney from napalm death that motherfucker well, can just sure. go. i he is i've heard you know what i've heard of, him. Sure. of 
it is time to party. Okay. okay. And Chuck Schuldner, of course, dude. But I cannot say a bad word about this. This album rocked me. Yeah. Now, I, I will say this to pe- uh, probably a lot of people that listen to this podcast. Okay. They're going to go, wow, that is not in my doink, doink, wheelhouse. wheelhouse. But... <laughs> This album is, if you are into metal and you like to fucking get heavy with this some shit. It gets in your guts, people, yeah. and, it, and, it, and it jerks them around. It is a good album. I love I have album. to give this, in my world, in yeah. my school, I have to give this a buy. Oh, dude. I've got to say buy this because, man, you know, it took me right I'm back. Glad. I could see this band opening for my heroes, the Napalm Jess. Sure, sure. The, you know, those ba- And you know, if you were to tell and- this to Dez, he would be like, thank you, sir, for putting us in the same sentence as those guys. And that's those the- are the progenitors. And that is the only thing that I kind of, I kind of questioned because I went, man, when I first started listening to this album, I was like, this dude is a huge fan of Chuck Schulman. Sure. He is. Okay. And then when I went, oh, he's in Cold Chamber. Yeah. I kind of went, well, maybe he's not. Maybe he's just kind of cultivated his own voice. Sure. I'd love to g- ask him the question. It's still amazing that he's such a little dude and all this noise is he, coming out he, of him. He's got a lot of similarities in there. Now, I could be called, you know, hey, that's bullshit. He don't sound anything like it. Sure. To me, he did sound a lot like that. Sure. You know, R.I.P. on Chuck Schuldner. Right. But. I mean, I was like in it to win it, and and from first song to last song, and I didn't write down my favorites because yep. I I put it in my iPod and I just rock, I oh, just sure. go for it, absolutely. So I don't have the song titles, but from beginning to end, I was going, this is a fucking good metal album. In my opinion, these guys. Okay, so here's the thing, um, especially since we've been doing the show, people are like, oh, dude, you gotta listen to this band, you gotta listen to this band, you know, Devil or sorry, uh, death metal bands, and it's like. You know that's okay, but you know when I listen to them, it's great. But they, but from start to finish, their albums just kind of sound like, oh, let's just go as hard and fast as we can. Right. Let's not differentiate them. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just because I, I, you know, I, I don't. Maybe it's me. Is what I'm saying. It's not them. It's me. I don't like a lot. I think of it's band. probably you. I mean, it could be. But the thing is, is this band to me, uh, in my opinion, these guys are death metal royalty. Of course, they are not the progenitors of it. No, they are way. not. No, they are not like the 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 pinnacle. But I'll tell you what. To the, to me, these guys. When when this first album came out, first of all, I have to admit that I was a huge Cold Chamber fan ever since uh, ever since Loco was on uh, Strangeland. I, I listened to Strangeland, and I listened to that song, and I was not a fan of that Loco. Well, here's song. the thing, it you. Was- you have to realize Terrible. the time too was kind of a new in you metal type of thing, mm-hmm. and that whole. I mean, they have you know they have the big truck, and they you know they have some good tunes. They're they're uh, well. Oh gosh, dang! I forgot their second album's name. Um, but you know they had. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm, uh, you know I'm I'm. Uh, you know they had. Uh, oh my gosh! I was doing some notes for this, and I was like, oh, Cold Chamber, Chamber music. Chamber yeah. music was their second album. I loved that album. Chamber music. That's one that I listen to all the time. Um, back you know, back and forth. There was songs like "Untrue," uh, let's see, "Tragedy," um, and "Shock the Monkey." I actually really loved that. And I, uh, cover I, of Shock I, the Monkey. I, I slapped that on the you know the Spotify, sure. so it played like the top ten or whatever. Uh-huh. And uh, Cold Chamber was it wasn't hitting me. You know, it's weird. It just wasn't it's, hitting me. It's Cold Chamber was one of those bands that seem a lot of people seem to talk about, but never got played on like the K Bear One Hundred and One wow. or stuff like that. It's not a that kind of bands music. didn't get well, played of course. On. 
But I mean, it's like they were the. It's funny because before I even heard them, it's like they seemed like from what people were saying, and when I say people, I mean buddies of mine, stuff like that. You know, people who I interacted with. It's like, well, this there's this underground band that's amazing. I heard Cold Chamber, and then we then I saw them at that concert, and I'm like, you know what? And I I don't want to sound like an asshole, but I think I'm going to sound like an asshole. Outside of Dez. There was not a lot going on with that band. I'm right. sorry, people who love Cold Chamber. I mean, there was even there was a guy named Oh shit, what was his name? Meigs, Meigs Rascone or something like that. Right. And uh, he was a guitarist, and he was in every Guitar World stuff like right, right around 2000 stuff like that. Right. You know, and then there was this girl bassist, and when we went and saw him, and uh, you know, down at the fairgrounds, they were doing like the oh let's let's do uh, tandem. Uh, let's do choreographed jump quarter jump turn. Corn, dude. They, oh, they invented fudge. the jump, jump. It's like, let's oh my gosh. Maybe that's One thing it... I will say about Cold Chamber mm-hmm. that I heard that, you know, and I never listened to him, but I was like, that's fucking badass. Sure. Is when they were here for the typo negative Weren't show. you there? Weren't you at that I show? Was that, yeah, I was at the show, too. but I was listening on the radio and they had went down to the hospital where there was oh, some cool. kid that was burned. Oh, and they went down there because he was like, "Oh, Cold Chamber," and they happened to be in town or whatever. Oh, cool. And I was like, "That's fucking cool." That is cool as shit. You know, when you come down and talk to the burn kid and sure, maybe get some ideas for a tune. Mm-hmm. <laughs> burn as I am, burn. You know, but maybe it. But dude, I, I nothing bad can come from this album. No, I, I enjoy yeah, it. and back and back to Devil Driver. They're, when their first album came out, I was a little bit sketchy because it, that, at that time they they came out with I think it, Cold Chamber came out with an album. I think it was called Dark Days, which was okay, which wasn't great. But I think their first album is a little bit maligned. Uh, Devil Driver's first album was a little bit maligned, but mm-hmm. I I loved it for some reason. I loved it. I listened to that back and forth every day to work. Hey, uh, this know. is my first uh, taste of Devil Driver, yeah. and I'm saying, yes, I enjoy it. The first like one it. was a little bit different. This, I think, signifies more of their overall style, uh, but this is probably my favorite album uh, of theirs. Like you, I give this a uh, buy, but I give it a super high buy, um, and partly because I think that Dez is a an amazing frontman. I think right. he does a great job, and to see, and I never, I've never seen Devil Driver live, but I have seen Cold Chamber live, and Cold Chamber was in a band that I loved, but he made me really get into it. So I mean, take that for what well, you will. That's pretty good, though. Sure. I mean, you know, absolutely. I mean, he's got the style. He's got the, you know, all the, uh, you know, important bits come together. Yeah, drums sound fantastic. You know, and that's just one small piece of the puzzle. Sure. But, man, those songs, they're solid all the way through. Agreed. I had one little catch with just his delivery. <sighs> oh, I still love that it tune. Was, it was delivery. no it bones with that tune. But, yeah, I give this a buy. I give and it a super high. this is for the metal guys out there that yeah. are going to call in and go, you guys don't know jack shit, but I do know okay. jack shit. You know, the ladies may, I do. may I not do. love this. And I'll tell you why the ladies may not love this, because whenever I go to a death metal concert, they're like the ladies there are usually kind of... Oh, I'm thinking scary. like Troy. It's like, baby, I know yeah. about my napalm deaths. Sure, and sure. My Troy's stuff. loving these guys, I think. 
I think he is, but there well, you that's go. Good. That's all that's I, I mean, that's all I got on this album. I would say go check it out. Everything they have, I think, is on Spotify. So it's right there just for the taking. Go check it out, man. I I mean I this band, this one, and the you know, the next couple albums are great. Even Beast is 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 wonderful. This is just my favorite. This is my jam, folks. Right. This is my jam. So there we have it. There we have it. I got some trivia for you. Oh my gosh, am I intimidated or what? All right. Are you ready for this? I guess I am. Oh. Let's do it. Let's do All it. All right, let's do it. All right. For a lot of people, prom night is a wonderful night. It, oh. How was yours, prom night? Prom? Wow, a gentleman does not give out details, sir. Uh, thank you. <laughs> With the dance, the sex, the alcohol, virginity taken, rubbers, <laughs> and sometimes even date rape. No! If it wasn't for was date rape, I'd never get laid. I was raped, Mama. I was raped. He, I, he Muhammad didn't... broke because he took advantage. I'm sorry, that's that's insensitive. <laughs> but sometimes, oh. prom night can be downright deadly. Bitchy. Oh, okay. I, and these I'm horror close. movies prove it. Oh, okay. okay so tonight cool. we are talking about prom night horror movies oh okay cool let's do it you know in lieu of mary lou mary, hello mary night, night, night too amazing awesome cool let's go number one chip is hot-blooded american teen like most of the guys in devil's kettle he's having a oh. tough time resisting this beautiful young girl's devilish charms who wouldn't want to skip the foreplay of the prom entirely and get down to business with a girl as smoking as this one. Oh, t- even if she's been she's been looking peaked as of late. Oh my gosh, who is it? Chip Kettle? Chip in the town of Devil's Kettle. Oh, Devil's Kettle. That's right. That's right. And she is hot as a hot as a. Can you give me Hot a year? A, can you give me a year? I'm blanking. I can give you a 2009, and I can give you an IMDb. Gave it a 5.1. I've seen this one. I totally know what this is. It can't be the Prom Night remake. She's no. She's hot as hell. Who wants to mess with her? Who wants to mess with that girl? Down Ooh, at Devil's uh, Kettle. Who? She's gone. I've, Chip is a hot-blooded American teen. Like most of the guys in Devil's Kettle, he's having a oh tough gosh, time resisting the beautiful young girl's devilish charm. Who would want I, to skip the dude, foreplay of the prom? I'm blanking on this one. Once you tell me, I'm going to be pissed. What is it? Jennifer's body. Oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. Uh, is she yeah. not hot as fucking a bone? Yeah, and she's not even a she's not even a butt Devil's virgin. Devil's bone? She's not even the... a butt virgin on that one. So yeah. that's a problem for me. Isn't that? No, not it's even... not a problem for me at all is what I mean by saying it's a problem for me. Gosh dang it. God, okay. Right. I took a bone. Number two. Another deliciously beautiful girl in this one. Ever have a date? That's all hands. Anton knows all about this. His sinister appendage loves to attach younglings necking in the back of cars. And to top it all off, it kidnaps Anton's date and tries to sacrifice her to the devil. 
How am I? How am I taking a shit on this one? What year? What year? Can we give 1999, me? Nineteen ninety nine, and IMDb gives it a six Oh my gosh! Another deliciously beautiful girl in this one. Ever have a date that's all hands? Anton knows all about this. His sinister appendage loves to attach younglings, to attack younglings Uh in the back of cars. And to top it all off, it wants to kidnap kidnap Anton's date and tries to sacrifice her to the devil. Oh my gosh, how am I shitting on... I don't know, what is this? Idle hands. Oh shit. Alba. Jessica, Jessica Alba. Oh, I. You know what? Oh Another delicious gosh. treat. Two Christine. ladies I would love to lay naked well, you with and, and just go. <laughs> you'd like to pull the uh, whole Cosby. I'd show. hide in the bathroom. I'm I would hide two. in the bathroom and watch them eat each other and just go. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, best night of my life. Terrible. All right. I get on the Facebook. The greatest night of my life is happening now, and I'm not involved. <laughs> I'm I'm taking the deuce so far. Owen, two. Let's go. Okay. Number three. It's getting late, and the sorority girls can't wait for the bus filled with their hot prom dates to arrive. They might have been a little less enthusiastic had they known that they would be the ones setting their dance partners on fire, literally. It seems that a fire-fearing alien parasite infiltrated the frat boys brains in route to pick up the girls dude does uh, does is darian all up on this one uh because i got good news and bad news the good news is your dates are here the bad news is that they're dead they're dead dead Night of the Creeps. Night of the Creeps, 1986. IMDb gives it a 6.7. Ah, it's hottish. Tom Atkins is in that. By the way, Tom Atkins is Tommy. a hot mother. Tommy Atkins. Pock thrill me. Thrill me. People, thrill yeah. me. They didn't have thrill freaking, uh, you know, nice acne. They didn't have proactive back then. Give no. them a break. They didn't okay. have that. Yeah, they didn't have that shit that uh, right. Jessica Tandy, or what was her name? Jessica Jessica, she's had the the uh, goddamn show on MTV. Jessica, <laughs> eh, pop star girl. Jessica. Oh, Jessica. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was they proactive. Have, yeah, Jess, it was Jessica like uh, Simpson. Simpson. Yep, yep. They that was her, that was proactive. So fuck you. Sure, man. Yeah, it was the eighties. Exactly. All right, number four. Everyone knows that kids who leave proms early are looking for trouble. That's the truth. Typically. That includes some Budweiser in the woods, or maybe a little skinny dipping, perhaps some hot anal sex in the back of mom's minivan. Oh, shit. It doesn't usually involve a handsome hick with an animatronic leg and a taste for blood, along with a chainsaw-wielding madman who could seriously use a prom makeover of his own. Are you talking about... uh... Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the 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 new beginning or whatever that is with Matthew McConaughey and da uh, turn up the radio. What's that one called? Yeah, that was Texas a- Chainsaw Next Generation. Next Generation, not 1994. a new beginning. Nineteen ninety four. Listen to this. Yeah, okay. IMDb two point nine. It's it's not a good movie, dude. It you know and what's that? Another face looked 
horrible. It was Matthew McConaughey, and who's that girl in it? Renee Zellweger. No, Renee Zellweger. Renee yeah. oh, Zellweger. Sorry. Whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm two and two, so we're okay. We should call her Zanae Zellweger. Well, I, I hope like I hope to not call her anything at all because she's not any good movies except hey, for that one. I just met you, dude. She just played down in Provo, by the way. For the stadium of fire. Yes. And by the way, who's uh, the girl? The uh, That was Carly Jepsen, right? But the girl who... Uh, who, who it was Kelly that, Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson. Do you know that she's kind of tubby? Yeah. she's. She, I didn't yeah. know that because I started looking at when pictures you, on the when trip. You, when you get as good on the vocal sure, like she's Aretha good. Franklin. Oh, yeah. You, she go, you know what? I'm good. Yeah. So I can be... Is that, is that how it is? Because I don't know. The only thing I've ever seen her I in can is be that big commercial. Moan, massive... Thing she was, she was not that big. I mean, come on, she's still not as big as Aretha Franklin. No, as Aretha Franklin ended up on her way, but she was in that commercial where she was like, "What was that song where she sang with the the guy from with, from uh, it was a car commercial with the Chris oh, yeah, Chris yeah. Berman from uh, ESPN and yeah. uh, it was awful. Oh yeah, it was yeah. awful. They hear the stereo system, yeah. they're like, "Yeah, this is stronger." It was awful. Stronger, yeah, just was, a little longer. That was terrible. Yeah. Terrible, terrible. All right, let's go. All right, so what are you? You're two, two and two. two. Yep. This is it. Okay. The For some break. young girls, the prom is serious business. It's like a dream that they look forward to most of their lives. <laughs> Such is the case with Lola. It means the world, and she's not taking no for an answer. Even if it involves a drill and a piping hot kettle of water. Oh, my holy hell, because I totally love this movie. Why am I blanking on the movie? Because this is an Australian movie. Lola is gorgeous, and her dad helped her out with the whole thing. 2009, IMDb gave it a 6.6. I know what movie it is. We did this. Did we? We didn't do this on this, did we? What was it? Did we do it on this? We did it for the video show. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. We, I know. Okay, I know we're done. Oh my hell! Why can't I remember that movie right now? For I know. some young girls. No, the you prom don't need is serious business. <laughs> it me. It's like a dream that they look forward to most of their lives. Such is the case with Lola. It means the world, and she's not taking she's no for an she's answer. Australian. She even can't. if it involves a And she drill cuts a heart in that guy and then puts salt on it. And a piping hot kettle of water. Oh, my. And she actually... Yeah, oh if I'm not pretty enough. Now, I know what it is. I can totally see. Holy shit. This is where you win or lose. I know. That's why. That's okay. I'm gonna pause it real quick. No, think, no, no. I'm gonna pause it and think because this might take. I'm not. I'm not no, giving this roll. Time. Oh, we're letting no, it. No, you're, we're letting no, it roll. No. There's no fucking sit around for a half hour. All right, and wait. Right. No, there. Okay. okay, I'm not gonna. Okay. Oh if my. I'm not pretty enough. Fall out of a tree and, and hit the I'm car. Daddy gave me kissing good times. I'm wearing princess hat. Oh, everybody right now is screaming at me. Yeah. Listening to their iPods, they're screaming at me. And I'm not pretty enough. I love this movie too. I could see Lola. I could see the long-haired dude who was in Twilight. I can see her dad. I can see the whole like like big cliff smoking the J. Yeah, and and then the whole like like uh, you have the uh, hot like, girlfriend with the mole. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes. Money, 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 yes. money, money, you, money. You have like her whole like sewer, or not sewer, uh, cellar that has all the dead bodies with the, in. With the, like, with the not dead, but like a lot of people dudes. or whatever. Yes. And I'm not pretty enough. Daddy, don't. Why are you doing this to me, Daddy? I know this fudging movie, dude. Oh, what does it rhyme with? It rhymes with. Uh, uh, I'm not gonna get. I can't. Ha- Shit. No. Everyone's screaming right now. Two I- and two. This is the moment that you shine or you fucking go down in flames. I can see the cover too. I can see the cutie fucking cutie patootie. She's not bad looking either. No. Other than she's why would you have to like? I would have taken. I would have taken her over mole. I don't know about that. I would have taken them both at the same time. Oh my fudging fudge packing. Uh, let's see. What other things can we say about 2009? I, so a newer movie. I know the total. I know what, six. I know what the movie is. I see the. I see the holy hell. I see the dang. Hey, look! I'm gonna look up zombie TV real quick uh, on, yeah. the, on the Google. Yeah, get on your fucking Google oh bot, gosh, you son on. of a bitch. Okay, silence, people. Silence. All right, I'll give you a hint. Oh, I'll, give, I'll give you a hint that you probably won't get. Okay. Back in the '80s, MTV had a show, and it was based out of England, and it was a four guys that lived in their apartment, and there was new, and there was Rick. And there was Vivian. The real life? The the real world? Uh, and that's a pretty good hint. Uh, back in the 80s, there was this... Uh, 80s? That's weird. They didn't have... Show. They played actually music back hey then. Hey, man. How you doing? Fuck you. Fuck you, Neil. It uh, was a huge hit. Motorhead played on it. And there's one word different. In the title. Well, tell me what the title of that movie was. Or that well, show was. No. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Oh, I'll tell you what it was. Oh, what, what was Young. It? Old. Old. Oh, fudge, dude. I. I Anyone am, that's thinking about that everybody's right now, Neil, dead. Vivian, and Rick. Ah, oh, fuck you. <laughs> you fucking fuckers. I'll bet you fucking Johnny T. I'm going to shit my pants right now if I don't get this movie because I love this movie. Oh. I, I know that we did it on the yeah, freaking we did video it. show. We did it on the video I can show. See, I can see the cover. I can see everything. I can. I know what this is. I can tell you. Am I not? I, can, I, I, know, I, I know all that. What was it called? Shit. I'm going to take the deuce. You're taking the deuce. Oh, my gosh. What is it? The Loved Ones. Oh, fudge. <laughs> My enjoyment factor right now. And the show on MTV, uh, The oh, Young Ones. Oh, my holy hell. Neil and Rick and I, Vivian. I don't know about, I don't know the Fuck MTV it. show, but I'll tell you what, The Loved Ones, how did I not get that? Uh, oh, I feel defeated. I feel like I'm worthless. I feel like I need some, I feel like I'm worthy of hate mail right now is what I'm saying. People are just. Right now, everybody's pissed off. Bowed. saying Saying, you know, you know what? As a community, we should know that show. Okay, beefcake we should know these things and we don't know the loved ones holy shit okay that's all we got i'm moving on i know i know the whole gosh dang thing dude all right we're moving on we're gonna be talking about a like you like we've been talking about prom movie 
Hello, Mary Lou, Prom Night 2, here's a trailer. I'm going to go hang myself. Hopefully we can Don't get... hang yourself. Well, fa- well you're going to have to help me. because we're gonna Take it a... easy, guy. It's just a trivia question. Oh, all right. It's Here... not like the end of the world. Well, right? it's, I still feel ashamed. Here we go. Vicky's getting ready for the prom. Good morning, prom queen. Only nominated, not the winner. But she's about to get a visit from the past. I've been seeing things. Hallucinations about Mary Lou Maloney. That girl who died at our school. My mind plays strange tricks. It's not my mind, damn you. It's Mary Lou Maloney. We're in trouble, you and me. What are you talking about? Mary Lou Maloney has come back. It's like I'm not in control of myself. I am afraid I might hurt somebody. Somehow her spirit has come back from the grave and she will come after you and me. This is the only thing that will protect you. Demon be gone. Be gone. Come on. You're not leaving this house. Now, Mary Lou has found her way back. And Mary Lou is coming out to party. All right, people, we are back, and we're going to be talking about a prom night classic. Hello, Mary Lou, Prom Night 2 from 1987. IMDb gives us a, uh, a 5.1. Uh, I just want to say one thing. Life's a joke, and then you croak. Yeah. Okay? Life's so a there joke, you go. and then you croak. You got nothing. But what? he also had another one-liner in there that was like, he said croak again, but it was like, life's, or, life's a joke, and then you croak. And then yeah. there was another one where he said, Life's a something, and then you croak. <laughs> well, he's the croaker. The bottom line is, is you're croaking, folks. Okay, this, too bad his name wasn't Froggy or something. Oh, that would have been hilarious because that would have been his shtick. Call me if his name was, or even like Amphibios. Yeah, we had a guy in high school named Amphibios. We called him that. No, we didn't. I'm sorry. I'm stretching. That's the somebody that's, uh, Lawrence Fishburne from. Uh, <laughs> From uh, uh, Matrix, Amphibious. No, no, that's uh, somnambulism or some shit. Okay. <laughs> Morpheus. Uh, okay, we got uh, directed by Bru- Bruce Pittman, who Amphibious, was... Amphibious, Morpheus, same <laughs> fucking thing. Uh, except for not at all, but other than that, yeah, you're right. Um, he, Bruce Pittman is a Canadian. Uh-huh. He does Canadian horror movies, okay, just like this one. He, uh, the problem is he didn't do a whole hell of a lot of other stuff that I'd heard of. He'd done some uh, Friday the 13th, the TV series. You know, oh, yeah. Directed some of that. He did some Airwolf. Remember Airwolf on the on the TV uh, team? sounds familiar. But... It was like an old helicopter show. It was written by Ron Oliver, but I like to call him Olivier. Because he's oh, he's Canadian too, and yeah. he's probably French, and that's probably easy. He directed some episodes of 1988's New Adams Family, which I never saw, but I bet sucks so much freaking balls that yeah, you I know. Never saw it. I without uh, without Samwise Gamgee's dad, screw it. He did some goosebumps, and uh, he also wrote the screenplay for Prom Night Three: The Last Kiss. And I happened to watch it this week as well, so I'd like to talk about that, but oh, not the now. Last kiss, yeah. Is that with the chick with the? They dropped the spider. In her. Oh, that was a deadly no. blessing. Sorry. No, no, no. This one was Prom Night Three: Last Kiss. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, I watched that too. Uh, this starred the uh, this starred Michael I- Michael Ironside as Principal Bill. 
Billy Nordum. Uh, Michael Ironside, come on, we know that guy. You know that guy. Yeah, Scanners, he a, he's a, he, you know, Starship Troopers, we, he's amazing. We had him on a movie that we did, too. Which was what? I have no clue. He's in a ton of movies. We had to have done him by now. Wendy Lyon is Vicky Carpenter. Uh, she, uh, she was kind of the star of this movie. She was kind of an albino. Yeah. But, well, never good for her. Uh, Louis Fiera as uh, Craig Nordum. Who was in? Who was John? You know, saw uh, what's his name? Jigsaw's uh, lawyer and saw four and five. He was in this. Uh, oh, yeah. We had Richard Monette as Father Cooper, Lisa Schrag as Mary Lou Maloney. Right. And there's only one chick I wanted to bone more than Mary Lou Maloney, and that was Terry Hawks as Kelly Hennenlotter. Yeah. So there you go. That's you know. There's a ton of other people. Blah blah blah. Let's go over the plot a little bit. Mary Lou is kind of a bitch. Okay, we learn this from the very first scene where she goes up to the church for some confession. And she's like, Father, I disobey my parents. I took the Lord's name in vain. Many, I, many times. And I had sinful relationships. Many, with many times. Boys, and I loved every minute. It's like, okay, if you loved every minute, that's great. And that's fine. You're evil. We get it. But why go troll like the freaking like father, like the priest in confessional. Why bother? Dude, here's the thing. Okay. The, the, right out of the gate, I sure. was like, that guy, it's it's a stormy night. Mary oh, Lou yeah, runs sure. in there. That guy is sitting in that confessional. Sure. What? Waiting for something? It's I a guess. stormy night. What happens? I mean, that's what they do, right? I don't know. I'm not Catholic. You sit there in that confessional the whole time. Now, here is what I'm going to say. <laughs> We're going off on and this. I, and I... This is the first scene, folks. I've just got a small point to make. Okay. That if you are a healthy man. Yeah, but he's a priest, so he's celibate. Sure. Fine. But you have to sit there in that box and wait for people to come in and open up the thing. Sure. You got no magazines. You got nothing. You have it no, no, you have prayer and you have prayer, meditation. Okay, okay. okay. But that don't do Jack. Because <laughs> well, let me tell you, okay. a healthy man, it doesn't take more than twenty minutes sitting in that that box. Before he starts stroking. Before it. you start go see, and you just called it out. Before you go, what the hell am I gonna do in here? I'm gonna grab my weenie. <laughs> and by the way, let's, And you called it right there. Let's just say too, I mean, thankfully. Uh, I'm not a Catholic priest, but you think about it in some hot, hot like I'm. I'm saying that I'm. I'm going to go ahead and assume a, uh, Mary Lou was 18 years old, so she's sure. so she's legal. She's legal okay. and tender. When she comes legal and starts tender. talking about all this stuff, it's like that's a tough. That's that's a tough. That's a tough, uh, tall order to keep your hands off yourself. I'm Is just that saying that if you are a priest and you sit, Shane, in that you box, wouldn't be. A, you'd be a terrible priest, by the way. I'm just okay, saying. I'm just saying you, that. You, it's not but minutes before you go. You know, I'm going to scrub. I'm going to itch. <laughs> then I'm going to stroke. Well, then I'm going to. Well, off. and that's how you talk yourself into it. You're like, you know what? I kind of have an, a ball itch. So you're like, you go down there, like, oh, you know, you do the, you do the little pinch and roll when you have ball roll, yeah. itches. You know, you're doing yeah, the pinch and roll. Like, oh, and then you're like, down here. and they're then like, as ah. you're pulling back up, you're like, oh, there's some blood flow in that. Everybody. So, 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 have the, so what happens? You put your hand down your pants and you're like, and you know, you just squeeze it really hard trying to get it to go Say down. Say you're a sinner, but man, you're just a sinner now. That's Billy Squire. But Stroke. what happens? <laughs> Stroke. What happens is, is you're trying to squeeze it into submission. You squeeze it into even a bigger rager. 
And then there's no other way to get rid of that but take care of business. Say you're a winning, but man, you're just a sinner now. <laughs> All right. Sorry about that little, little bridge that we took there. Anyhow, Mary Lou is off to the prom, okay? She's sitting she's at the prom. Beautiful. Oh, dude. She's she's like, and it's, by the way, it's 1957. Did we mention it's 1957? No. And there were no sluts back then except for Mary Lou. Right. That's what we were led to believe. That was her department uh, she, yeah dude that and, you know the dude she went to the prom with seems like i mean he was supposed to be in high school but he's like balding and he's got so i i figure he was my age so i i only say that so maybe i had a chance but it, like i said 1957 prom uh the, you know she's going down there with billy uh you know and she's kind of a, a, bla- a bad girl kind of a you know she 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 has um loose morals Loose Can morals. we say? She, she's down there to get... Well, no, no. I'm not going to judge her. She likes to party, man. She likes to party. That's, she that's, wants to party. Likes to party. She goes to say, hey, Billy, will you get me some punch? Because And she left out this set, this second line, but she said, because I'm going to go back with Cooper. Yeah. Is Cooper his name? Let me, let yeah, me check. Cooper. Cooper. I'm going to go back to Cooper, who, by the way, is a douche. Yeah, and I'm gonna go make some. He's got the he's got the whiskey. He's got the whiskey bottle. He's hiding behind the curtain. Well, wouldn't that be great though? You show up. You don't have to give her a corsage. You don't have to take pictures with her parents. Mary Lou doesn't want that. No, she wants some dickies. All I'm saying is, I bet Billy had to go through that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not who you show up with. It's who you go home with. Yeah. All right. But she's there boning Cooper back, you know, in the back room. And Billy, of course, is getting a little pissed off. But you know what time it is right now? It's time to name the prom queen. Right. You know who gets the prom queen? 1957 prom queen. Give me a drum roll, Shane. Mary Moo Maloney. Did I say Mary Moo? Mary Moo. Mary, Mary, Mary Lou Maloney. She, she goes it. back. She gets the uh, the prom queen. She's you know she's like I am ready for my sash. I'm ready for my cape, and I am ready for my mother effing uh, not crown. What do you call those shits? Crevasse. <laughs> no, it's not definitely not a crevasse. But let's just say crown because I can't remember. Crescent. What, Okay, well, let's stop there. But, but you know what? Billy's a little pissed off, and thankfully he was out taking a piss after he found them effing in the back of me. Yeah. And somebody dropped a stink bomb in the garbage can. Billy dropped the stink bomb? No, it was somebody else who was like, hey, we got a stink bomb. We're coming in. The principal comes in. Oh, shit, we got to drop the stink bomb. Billy picks it up. He goes up in the catwalk. Oh, that's right. That's he, right. he lights it up, and he drops it on Mary Lou because he broke. Trips, he, she trips. broke his heart. Yeah. She broke his heart, but you know what the it problem is? In your heart. That shit lit her dress on fire. Yeah. To the point where she is dead. And nobody helped her. Well, it's fire. It's it's scary. You know, it's not shit. a person in there was like, "Holy shit!" I you got to realize, got back in the fifties, there was no fire safety videos. Okay. Yeah. All right, that true. doesn't count for calling me out because that's that was a joke. That's what we call it. I, right, I had to right. say that. Sure, sure. That's true, though. Yeah. I mean, they didn't really. It's like fire. What no, they? I'm sure they had fire safety, dude. I'm sure yeah, they But had. not like real fire safety. No, like, like what? Like hey what now? Guys, what do we get now know, that's different? If a chick is burning on fire, you know, slap her in the mouth, drop her to the ground, 
Hurry and get Slot, your bone yeah. on before she's totally burnt to a crisp. Stop, That's what fire stop, safety stop, was. Stop, drop, and roll is what I was going for. Oh, stop, drop, and roll. That didn't exist in the 50s? No. Okay, that's what Shaniel's saying. I don't know. I don't dare to make a stand on that because I don't want to give out some free shit. <coughs> Anyhow, so that's what's going on. Uh, she dies, but not before she looks up at Billy and notices that she, he is the dude that killed her. Yeah. Fa- flash forward 30 years, uh, we, we, we are introduced to Vicky. She's young and a voluptuous albino. Yeah. Going to high school. Very albino. You know, she wants to go to the prom, but her mother is kind of a stuck-up religious bitch. She won't let her buy a new dress because they're very frugal. Uh, you know, she's pissed she's dating You'll Craig. You'll use the old green one. That's what you're going yeah, to Yeah, you know, with. it's funny. She's a real, like, joyless bitch. And let me ask you something, Shouldn't okay? Shouldn't moms go, yeah, this is the time. I mean, girls want to go to the prom. This is 1987. This is, you know, this yeah. is 30 years later. But you know what's so funny about it is, okay, so we, you know, we have her boyfriend, right? I mean, we have our boyfriend who was uh, named Craig, Craig, who was the lawyer on uh, the Saw. You know, Saw. Oh, I think that's it was right. You know, yeah, so of course that's what I said before, and you didn't know, but now oh, you know. Yeah. But anyway, so but here, here's this guy. Let me let me describe. Uh, let me describe Craig. Okay. Yeah. He He does ride a motorcycle. And that's true. Oh, but man. but he's wearing like a nice sweater. Yeah. He's wearing nice jeans and some cool and a tie. Like, you know, yeah, like he, a pin tie or and something. And since I guess in nineteen eighty seven, like super nice looking white guys were the devil. Yeah. Because back he did not look like a punk ass to me. Is what I'm saying. He looked like a nice young man. Yeah, her mom says, Oh, is he gonna pick you up on that motorcycle? Uh, well, maybe yeah, I mean I wasn't around I mean I was like eleven in nineteen eighty seven. I don't I wasn't dating any dudes back then. I don't know what it was like for ladies. Yeah, mom, he's gonna pick me up. But he's about the nicest looking dude that I ever saw. But anyway, uh, Vicky is determined, man. She's gonna go to this prom and she's gonna look good. So you know they're doing the high school thing, and she goes down into the basement one day. She finds Mary Lou's prom queen accessories in a chest in the basement. Right. You know we got her cape, we got her sash, we got her crown, which were not given to her before she was uh, burned up. I checked that out. She puts them on. You know what she does. In doing that, she unknowingly releases Mary Lou's hellbound spirit. Yes. Which when is, she opened that crate, yeah. she pulled those goodies out, Yeah, she was doomed. Well, which was awesome because this movie would have been boring as S-H-A-T if it hadn't been for that. But, uh, oh, by the way, did I mention that Billy Norton became the principal of the high school? The guy who actually killed her, who, who grew up to be uh, a scanner. Right. Okay, that guy. Okay, he he grew up. He's he's the high school principal. Uh, whatever. That's just kind of an aside. We we got that whole thing. Um, also, um, we have Vicky going to school. She's doing. By the way, high school in the eighties looked amazing because I mean you could look like styles were such that you could look like you put your finger into a light socket. And, Hell uh, yeah. and it was like, oh shit, well, I, I got all my clothes and they don't match and I put my finger in a light socket, but you know what that is, bitch? Yeah. Cause that was a word in the 80s, bitch. That was a, that, that, that was a word. I did like that about the 80s. Sure. Where it was like, you could go through and just go look at every, you got a metal head, a weirdo, a new wave. You got everything going on here at this dance. And you know what? Everybody, I don't know if everybody would be appreciated and loved. But looking back at it now, it's amazing. Yeah. You know, all we had was depressing grunge and flannel and shit. You well, know? I was out of there by then. Well, good for you, bro. Good for you. Uh, anyway, Vicky has a friend who actually was one of the- Good for you. <laughs> She's the one that looked like she put her finger in a light socket. 
Uh, she got some bad news from the doctor that morning. Yes. Or good news. Okay, depending if you weren't in high school. Uh, she preggers. She preggers. She's got the prag now. She got preggers. Jess stays late in the art room one night, puts on Mary Lou's cape because they brought it up. Yeah. She puts it to try it on. She tries to take out a jewel from the prom queen crown. Yeah. Okay. Problem is, is Mary Lou don't like that very much. She comes don't out of the trash. touch my crown. Takes out the trash, could we say. She takes out the trash um, and throws Jess out the window. And by the way, one thing I forgot to mention but, is every time Mary Lou's on, they play this Ooh, Mary Lou, like the 50s yeah. doo-wop song, Ooh, which is awesome. Yeah. I love it. You know, The thing is, dude, is when, when uh, Vicky goes into the bathroom and Jess is sitting there on the floor and she's like... Oh, consoling like, her? Oh, what's what's going on? She's like, uh, this guy that I like, he, left he me was dumb. He won't call me back. I said, she's pregnant as the wind can blow. <laughs> really? Before, you know, because that was... And then the, you heard her say something like, he left me with something to remember him by. That's what I got it. Yeah. 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 But I mean just that. Ugh. Well, that's he, a high, that's a just, nightmare for I every high school chick. I love this guy and he High school chicks are dumb. I just like, ask oh. Lauren. I mean, I'm only saying Lauren cuz apparently I said something last episode to piss her off <laughs> and oh. say she doesn't think. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of going with that, I guess. I could have got up and uh, you know, heated up a pizza. Oh, sure. And it came back at her going, uh, and the boy, and I love him, but he uh, won't call me back. And I say, you're pregnant. Bread. That's why. Or what? he's scared you're pregnant, and he's in high school, and he's like, man, I don't know. Don't, I'm know. don't nobody want to make a girl pregnant in high school. No. Don't nobody. Especially the ducky of, you know, before Pretty in Pink was even popular, <laughs> the ducky girl is yeah. a, that's just just embarrassing. Although she was cutie poo, she was she was okay, but she made herself look like kind of weird. But thankfully, she or not thankfully, like depending on her used to do. I was like, that's kind of. She funny. got thrown out of the window by Mary Lou. But you know what? Everybody just thought, you know what? She pregger, so she committed suicide. So you know, we we we're off the Mary Lou tip. Yeah. I'm bringing that up again. The tip, like she's the taking tip. out the young girls and the the uh, the embryos. That yes. are, you know, oh, she's taking out the babies. She's taking. She, that is evil. Mary Lou has no yes. concern. No, she don't care. She don't care the life start of conception. Yeah. Nothing. I just said that to troll you. Uh, a <laughs> word, but. All right. All right. Okay. So moving on. Uh, by the way, there's a priest, by the way, there's a priest. Okay. Who Cooper. has a, who, Oh, you just gave it away. I was going to say, oh. has a shrine to Mary Lou. Um, Turns out that this guy's Cooper, the Cooper, the alcoholic, drunky. Yeah. Let's party and get Mary Lou banged up and having sex. In fact, he is so haunted by what happened in 1957. He became a priest, and he's now doing the Lord's work, son. He's doing the Lord's work, and he even does Jess's funeral. Um, you know, and Vicky, of course, is all pissed off. You know, she—I mean, not pissed off, but she's just disturbed. She starts getting hallucinations. But I mean, is it because of Jess's death? Is it? Who knows? All I'm saying is she starts hallucinating about Mary Lou Maloney. Almost kind of Freddy Krueger nightmare world. That is exactly... There was a lot... Okay, let me just say one thing right now. There was a lot of homages in this movie. Yeah. Because everybody... There was like a Craven. There was a... Yeah, yeah. There, there yeah, was I a Hennenlotter. Yeah. You know, there was a Carpenter. You yeah. know, last names all in this. They had a couple of... Uh, like... the. 
power of Christ compels you yeah, in yeah. this. You know, there was a Linda Blair reference, you know, also. This was an homage fest, man. Yeah, it was. And you are right about, you know, the whole, you know, the, the you know, the whole uh homage type of Freddy Krueger dream sequence type thing cuz that was totally going on. And I'll tell you what, that was never more true when Vicky, who is like an albino, can I just say that? She gets knocked out by a volleyball to the face from one of her prom queen competitors. By the way, yeah. she's going for prom queen in 1987. And there was a celebrity sighting right there. Oh, who was it? Christopher Lloyd, the the volleyball Really? Coach. Was it- Really? I swear to God, I was going, that's Christopher Lloyd. Really? And didn't want him to be in the Did movie. you just make a cadaver Indies reference? Yeah. Good for you, son. Celebrity mm-hmm. sighting right there. Christopher Lloyd as the volleyball I coach. I didn't even mention. I swear to God, I was like, I went through IMDb. You know, that's got to be him. I have it's got to be. I actually have a couple of blind eyes for this episode, but we'll get to those later. Okay. Because this is not Indies, but oh, I wish it was. Um. Anyway, so... Okay, so we got uh, we got the Nightmare on Elm Street dreams. Uh, you know, uh, Vicky's starting to kind of lose her mind. Um, and she goes to the priest, and Cooper takes Vicky's confession and is disturbed that Vicky is starting to talk about Mary Lou. Uh, and we find out later that Mary Lou can possess things like a white horse in Vicky's room with like a really slimy tongue and shit, right. which is just bizarre and weird. Um, and then we find out that Mary Lou has come back to return to claim her crown as well as get revenge on those who wronged her. And that's when Cooper goes into the whole confession thing, the power of Christ compels you, which is excellent. We got Cooper. Um, he goes to her grave to keep going on with the exorcism. His Bible goes up in flames, which is also excellent. Uh, and then we got Cooper and Billy talking to each other. Um, you know, They talk about the whole thing. Bill's not really having it, but we have a great line. Because this is what I would like to say to every priest that I have. Man, you're going crazy, man. You've been celibate too long. Let me tell you, once you've been celibate that long, you start seeing things, okay, like vaginas everywhere. I wouldn't, maybe Mary Lou, because she signified the vagina some. I mean, I don't want to get too psychoanalytical on this shit, but that was the last vagina he probably saw. Okay. It's true. Am I go? Are, am no, I? That's am true. I off base with that? Okay. All right. All right. So still, we go. Vicky's freaking out. She's scared of all this Mary Lou stuff. Um, you know, even one point, one of her classmates, the same one who hit her in the face with the volleyball, she envisions her as Mary Lou. So she slaps her in the face, gets some detention. Uh, and this is when the shit hits the fan. She goes to detention. She gets pulled into the chalkboard that looks like a like a some water and whatnot. Who cares? Whatever. The fact of the matter is, she emerges from the basement from Mary Lou's chest. She comes right. back as Mary Lou and starts over uh, at well, sorry, and, and takes over her rampage to get her revenge. And, you know, she starts showing different mannerisms, some fashion, her speech, her attitude, and personality. Um, but at this point, let's get on with the killing, shall we? Back at the confessional. Okay. We got Vicky's body. Okay. She's doing the same thing that Mary Lou did back in 1957, kind of trolling some Catholic priests as if they need more shit in their life. Okay. Cause they're celibate and whatnot. But, uh, you know, we got uh, some shit going on. We got some crucifix stabbing, you know, as we, as we're moving through where we're, we have friends going on, they're just killing. We got some locker smashing where she, where she smashes a whole row of lockers and we got brains coming that out was of good. the grades, like that. which was super cool. Um, we have a fire shooting at a perv teacher's dick. 
Um, you know, she goes after Billy's son and then Billy, we got a great prom scene. Uh, basically you, as you can tell, I'm winding down. I don't want to give too much away as to what happened. Right. Uh, but I'll tell you what, uh, there was one scene that made me want to be a prom queen vote counter. Okay. Minus the computer lightning death. You know, you, you know what I'm saying there? Oh okay. yeah. Get in the head. Well, wow. Just kidding. Uh, but anyway, that, that's what I'm saying. So basically Mary Lou's back. We even get a great final scene where Mary Lou emerges and she is back and she's there to kill people. And even though there was a total mask and you could totally see her regular neck and, and the, oh, it was yeah, just I, a nightmare yeah. with the, yeah. it was like, I don't know. What did you think about this movie, man? I give it a rent. Oh, all, you had nothing to say except for I give it a rent. Well, you talked about it good enough. Sure, okay. Yeah, I give it a rent. Re- okay, well, let me let me tell you something. First of all, this movie didn't have a whole hell of a lot to do with Prom Night, the original, with uh, Jamie Lee Squirtus. Um, it introduced Mary, uh, Mary Lou Maloney, who was in this one and Prom Night 3, The Last Kiss, which I watched as well, which was also pretty, you know, and, and just like uh, Prom Night 3 was a lot like this movie in that it was cheesy, dude. It had the 80s look and feel. Yeah. It was one of those horror movies where it should, I mean, it was all about having a good time, having fun. You know, was it scary? No. Was I'll tell you what, though. There's one thing. There was some hot tits and some full frontal nudity that I don't remember, you know, from a long time ago, which was, hey, how about that? That's right. a bonus, you know? Uh, Vicky, I, I would have yeah. liked to see Mary Lou better. but Well, you and me both. I think Mary Lou was the hottest chick in this movie. Yeah. Uh, except for that. Except for the prom queen, like uh, Kelly, the competition, no. the yeah. like the hen and letter. I would have loved to see that. Nah, yeah, you knew you weren't going to see her. Well, yeah, well, maybe, but I still just because I knew I didn't. I didn't think I was going to see Vicky either, but then I went. Oh, God, well, I talking, saw her and went. Well, ah, well it was okay. weird because she okay. she's like a albino and she looked really good sometimes and not good at all. Mary time. Lou, I would have liked to have seen that. Didn't get to see that. Yeah, so unfortunately, uh, but I know. So you, so you're just basically coming down saying, "Oh, this is okay, right?" It's a rent. There was yeah. one thing about this movie that I loved, okay? They're sitting there, uh, the lawyer, uh, Vicky and the lawyer from Saw, you know, foreign or whatever, is coming in there. They're sitting at the diner. They're like, hey, look, don't put sugar in your shit because it'll kill you in your coffee, right? There was a song called Soul City by the Portland Brothers playing in the background. Soul City, that's where I'm going. <laughs> really? Never heard it. I loved that song back when I was a kid, and I haven't heard it since I was a kid. Oh. I heard it in this, and I was like, well, how about that shit right there? Never how, heard it. How about that? That's pretty cool. Um, um, I, You know, it's weird, because this is one of those movies. I... I tend to, I, I, obviously, I like this movie a lot more than Shane did. He's giving it a rent. He's not even saying shit about it. He's like, I'll give it a rent and then stop in there. Uh, it's, it is what it is. I mean, well, it's okay. okay. Well, I nothing. I, but it's okay. I thought it was fun, like, just, like, silly, fun Slightly times. boring. You really? Know? Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I must have been in a better mood, you know, because I thought this was a fun movie. Um, and it's weird because over the years I picked up uh, Prom Night, this one, Prom Night 2, Prom Night 3, Prom Night 4. I didn't even know there was a Prom Night 3 and 4. Oh, shit. But, of course, I picked it up somewhere along the way. I've even seen the Prom Night 2006 remake. But Oh, yeah, I haven't seen that yeah, Prom Night great. remake. But. I only know is that this movie had the great 80s look and feel. You know, the style from back then gave me warm fuzzies, man. 
Um, you know, it's weird because a lot of horror movies, especially back in this time, well, not especially, but, uh, you know, I, I, for some reason they stand out to me, uh, you know, kind of were filmed in Canada, but they don't take place in Canada. This was full on Canadian license plates and all. Um, but uh, all I'm saying is, is that this movie was, me- I don't think it was meant to be scary cause it really wasn't scary. I mean, there was some, you know, uh, do you call it gore? I mean, there was some burning up chick no, and a demon and stuff like that. But I mean, it's, I, I thought that there's nothing scary or no, gory about this movie. I just thought I was out there to have fun. Um, in one point that really kind of, uh, brought that home to me was that, and this was only cause I happened to pause it on Mary Lou's picture in her yearbook that time when she, when, uh, Vicky's flipping through it in her class or whatever. Oh yeah. You know, I happened to pause it cause I had to take a leak or something. I came back, sat down and, uh, you know, there was like, you know, the Mary Lou was the, the nickname was hot stuff. Her favorite pastime was Billy and her secret ambition was to live forever. Because he was the millionaire. So. Well, yeah, he was, his dad was rich enough to make him cool. But next to him was a guy named Paul White, whose nickname was Petunia. His favorite mm. pastime was hanging around the locker room after football practice and dropping soap. And the secret ambition is oh. to have a body like James Mansfield. You know, I, and I, I hey, I like that. And I'm not ready to say that this is a straight up horror comedy, whatever, whatever. But there were some funny lines like your your mother sews socks in hell, Karis. Um, you know, and Mary Lou is just cheesy and, and excellent, you know, and it's just, it's like, you know, and maybe it was, a, I don't know. I didn't find it boring at all, but right around the one hour mark, I was really worried. So I'm like, you know what? This is the kind of movie that needs titties to make it feel better, right. to make it better. And right around a minute five, whatever, um, that's when the whole. Whoa, that's when the whole... Uh, you got some Vicky titties. Well, and we also got our friend titties because they're all in the locker room and whatnot. You know, and then uh, we got the jackpot, like I said, with the girls' locker room scene. Um, I just don't know. I mean, there was a real kind of uncomfortable scene with her father, you know, with Vicky's father, but it was Mary yeah, Lou. Yeah, he, and... he wasn't not enjoying that. Oh, which is just too weird. Hey, Mary Lou. But every once in a while, too, I noticed that they throw in a weird effect for no reason. Like, uh, when she gets her picture taken, then she, there's like a, she pulls a Sam Beckett, like Vicky does when, like, she, he's leaping to make right, which once went wrong. You know, and every once in a while, there's just this weird, like, well, why the hell did that have to happen type of deal? Right, know? right. Whatever, you know, that's fine. Okay, you know, in a serious, dramatic movie, I may have a problem with it, but in this one, it's like, oh, that's funny. You know, whatever. Um, that's, man. I'm sorry that you only gave this a rant because I loved this movie. I don't remember it being this good. I mean, I, th- I remember I liked it, but I remember thinking it was a little bit more boring than it ended up, you know, than I ended up. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it was the mood or whatever. I thought it was great. And I also thought that uh, Prom Night 3 was super fun as well. You know, we're not doing that for the show, but I mean, it's just the kind of thing that uh, I happen to have time to watch. And it was kind of the same thing where maybe it was even a little bit more cheesy and funny. But I had a good time with it, man. I had a good time with both of these. I don't know, man. I just, uh, I haven't seen uh, Prom Night 3. so I. Don't well, know yeah, that, but, but just on this one, I would give this a solid buy. I give it a rent. Uh, it's okay. A low rent. I mean, it's really? not, it's just not. It's not uh, spectacular in any way. It's not. Uh, <laughs> eh. I just it's thought like, you ah, didn't have fun eh. watching it. It was all right. It's oh, like, I, I had so much eh. fun watching it, man. It's okay. Oh well, you, know? you don't teach her. Huh? Vicky is not that attractive. She's not appealing Shit. to watch. She. I don't care Even about frontal? her the entire. 
I didn't, I didn't care about her at all through the entire movie. Really? I I don't know. We I uh, apparently I liked uh, seeing Ironside, but it was, was like, cool. oh, was okay, cool. you're the you're the dude. Have you ever and, seen the original Prom Night with uh, Jamie Lee? I've seen it, but it was years oh, okay. ago, so I've got no idea. I don't. I this. I think this is so far. I've only seen one, two, and three. I think this is my favorite out of the three, and then three, and then one, and who knows what four is? And I've seen the remake actually, and the remake's not great. Uh-huh. In fact, yeah. the remake. I don't remember exactly, but the and remake I haven't was seen that terrible. Either. As far as if I remember correctly, but whatever. There you go. Um, yep. I liked it, man. I'm sorry, I liked it. I would give this a high buy. In fact, high buy. Well, no you know, rent. kind of a mi- kind of a middling buy, actually. Middle. I would I would give this a middle to high buy. It wasn't amazing. There's nothing in this that, that you know it's going to jump out at you. It's a pretty just a fun time, uh, you know, horror movie. It's it's not going to do anything for you. Once you're done watching it, you're not going to think about it. Right. You're just going to be like, hey, that was fun. You know, whatever. There you go. Um. But that's all I got. You got anything else about this one? I, you know, kind of piped out. Done. Done. <laughs> yeah, on it. Yeah. Sure. It's, uh, it was okay. There you it go, was man. Okay. There you go. I hope that I don't even know what we're doing next week, but I hope it's better for you. I feel like I let you down. Well, you know what? You you let me up on the uh, band. Oh, you let me good. down on the movie. That was good. Well, sorry. Well, so we're even. We're even. That's what we're saying. We're even. Subpar. Would you say? Would you say that? Would you say that? uh, Hello, Mary Lou brought you down under the line of acceptability, even though Devil Driver moved it up so high. Uh, It was kind of a good night. It's like uh, getting a BJ. You know, that sounds amazing. Well, it's like uh, you know you want to go all the way, but you'll settle for the BJ, dude. We got to talk about this. Let's go all the way. When you're going all the way, you're working, you're sweating, you're... Dude, that's you know? what I'm into. What was that? Was that, uh, yeah, what was that? Uh, music music Factory? What was it? Music Factory? Work CNC it, Music yo, Factory? Just go, just go, or dude. you could work it, or you could sit back, put your hands behind your head, oh, like and let work. her take take oh, care I of like you. I like to work. Well, I okay. Like to work. Well, uh, okay. I'm not going to get into it, because it might get a little too Love personal. It. But let's just say you didn't like it. I really like this movie. In fact, I would watch this again today. Today you're gonna watch it. Uh, I just I thought it was fun. It wasn't amazing, but it was like a super fun kind of eighties movie. I liked it. I'm sorry. What do I say? Uh, I, I just uh, I watch uh, something else. All right, man. There you go. That's fine. You know what I did notice about? And by the way, we're done with the review. Uh-huh. I'm sickened by your low score of this movie. I'm sickened by You're it. sickened no, by I'm it. You're all. disgusted. I'm by not sick of it. But you know what I'll say? Rest. Did you notice what people did not come up with during the voicemails of this episode? What? The death scene from last episode. Oh, I think right. it was too hard. I think it was a little bit too hard. All right. Well, so it was uh, the janitor. Me and uh, Johnny did that on Cadaver Indies. Uh, Nobody even gave it a guess except for Darian, and Darian was dead wrong. But since it was so hard and the fact that I accidentally deleted it, uh, that whole MP3 that I made, I'm going to do a new one. So why don't we go ahead and put the new death scene in right here. Oh, you can't leave me. You can't leave me. Come back. Come back. Oh, no. You're in big trouble, you little shit. Come back here right now. Come back here.
All right, folks. There you go. If you don't know what that was all about, call us in at 385-351-9273. Tell us what that clip was from, what movie that clip was from, and then you'll get some free shit. And by the way, don't let me leave today without getting some more shit from you. Oh, yeah. I'll leave you with a bag full of shit. Oh, that sounds odd as shit. Question of the episode recap. What's your favorite horror subgenre and why? Be as granular as you want. Give us some examples of standouts of and examples as uh, you see them as being luminaries of this subgenre. Uh, we got the death scene going on. You got anything else for this one, man? That's it for me. Oh, man. This has been a good one, except for I'm a little disappointed with Hello, Mary Lou and your reaction to it, because I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought it was great. But uh, call the bone phone, folks. Uh, If you you can't call me out on something, or if you don't know the death scene, uh, or or you don't have any answer for the question, just call us in and tell us how shitty we are. Will you do that? Yeah, you do that for come us. Come on, guys. The number is 385-351-9273. That is 385-351-9273. And other than that, I guess, from the Corpse Cast, we will see you guys later. See ya. Goodbye. How many people do I have to kill? For you know I love.